This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. RJ Baylock. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection, once by number at a time in order of release. This week, we're now a family of weirdos and sex pests and such, mm-hmm. but with added Sicilianness as we watch Spine 350 in the Criterion Collection, Pietro Janime's Seduced and Abandoned from 1964. But first, RJ. Yes. My goodness. Spine yes. 350. Uh, how hot is it? We've come a long way. Is that good? No. What episode of this of the podcast is this? Uh, this is episode 299. So 299, 350. We couldn't have uh, tried to match that up a little bit better? Nope. It would be tough to do unless we wanted to do an entire episode about a slipcover. Ooh. Well... Uh, yeah, I mean, that might be a five-minute episode. I would love to do that. Hey, speaking of which, and I, I yeah. feel uh, like I, this was a missed point of uh, conversation uh, last yeah. week and even the last few weeks, but do you realize that we have passed a milestone in the Criterion collection without without noticing? Uh, let me take a guess, having no idea. Have we passed where... Um, anyone kept watching these movies yes that well, we passed out a little bit ago but oh, okay. let, uh, let me tell you rj this last mm-hmm. month is uh the worst performing month since like early 2019 for uh, our podcast yeah oh cool yeah it's like we've uh we've it's like it's like the stocks uh it's like the stock market mm-hmm. we've been, we've been wiped out and love <laughs> listeners though Ah, so what you're saying is there's more reasons to continue than ever. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) By more, you mean less. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, if anyone is actually listening to this. They're not. It's on you. It's on them. Yeah. We uh, successfully chased everyone away, hey? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You look at that. (laughs) I pulled up that stat, and I was like, huh. I felt like those numbers seemed a little... uh, little flat and it's like mm-hmm. when you see it you go god damn thanks eric romer if well, only i ever learned to pronounce your your name it, it, we've all been better off for it but i don't think it would have mattered well all the rom heads out there have uh targeted us i'm sure the you rom- know about the rom heads i know about the rom mansers of which do you refer i don't know of which do you refer they like it they like that aroma. Yeah. Well, and then. But who cares yeah. about them? Could have been uh, Sam Loveland. Yeah. He. Yeah. Actually, you know what? When we took, we skipped that one week. He came yeah. on, and it's been downhill from there. Yep. We I'm peaked. gonna say we peaked. Yep. Um We we came to the shareholder, and hey, guess what? Sam Sam might not be on for a while. People went, I'm out of this business. Yeah. They said, not us. It's not, pro- not today. It's not profitable anymore. Well, it is all about profit, Jared. But I heard what... NFTs are in an all-time low, so yeah. we're doing great. Well, now's the time to buy, RJ. No. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. Mm-mm. I think, uh, you know, this is the same thing with uh, when people are like, you know, telegraphs. You know, with the new telephone, telegraphs are at an all-time low. It's the time to buy. It's really going to come back. Yeah. Right, Jared? Um, yeah. Good, good advice. Sound financial advice mm-hmm. from RJ. You can bring it up with him. Well, it was like when cell phones came out and everyone said, now's the time to invest in landlines. Mm-hmm. They got one of us. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, never, we're walking proof ne- that ne- it worked. Ne- never lost us. Never lost. What were you saying? Well, something important. Something very important. So uh-huh. the the Criterion uh, Collection trade dress, which had been okay. unchanged through 341 films, at some point changed. And I only noticed this because I have tried my damnedest to make sure I've always used the original trade dress uh, DVD format for all of the YouTube images I've cr- I have to create. <laughs> create uh, every single week but then i had noticed with like the romer one i was like huh there's only like the one it's like it's interesting it's like the contemporary one that they've been using mm-hmm. forever and ever and ever and then uh, last week i had mentioned the kicking and screaming cover and i went and looked it up and i'm like wait a minute it doesn't mm-hmm. have the little like the white line across the top and criterion collection on the front anymore it's now the the c oh. in, the, in the top left at when i looked at um seduced and abandoned this week with the uh mike mm-hmm. allred cover i'm like hold the phone they're doing the sea it's the sea and i just realized I'm like oh, oh my god so what it, what does this mean for us as nothing, a people a- absolutely nothing it, it, yeah but it's just it, an observation but ever since 350 it's been the same hmm. it, the, the, since august 22nd uh 2006 Mm-hmm. At least when Kicking and Screaming came out on DVD, mm-hmm. um, yeah, here we are. What an, what an epoch! Do you think? Uh, do you think any of those other uh, fake podcasts out there have uh, discovered such a, a significant finding? No, doubtful. Nope. I'm sure somebody asked on Reddit one time, and then the guy who actually has them all on his shelf went. Actually, went well. Let me tell you. This is when they went to the Emirate case. <laughs> they pull their fedora down, hilt their sword, and they say, "Let me tell you, friend." Katana. That's a. It's called a katana. Well, for some of them are. Some of them can't afford the full one, so that's uh, it's you know like one of those um old wrapping paper rolls, and they, and they say, "Listen here, buddy." And then they talk about the balance. They say about the blade. It's good, two, good, two, the sword's got good balance. Exactly two grams off on the left hand side. Exactly my style. Exactly my style. It leans into into my uh, my pose, <laughs> my battle posture. Well, I mean, what what kind of battle posture would you have, Jared? What's your fighting style? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Wild, angry, flailing, screaming. Hmm. Much like your uh, romance style. That's right. One Wild. In, one in the same. Wild. Se- sex and violence, RJ. Well, that is your specialty. People have noticed, too. People people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe our, our numbers might jump up now because of that. Because <laughs> this is another sex and violence show. Well, we've always tried to make it like that, right? No. Which one are you? Uh, no. Yeah. You, well, you could say and. I'm Catholic. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that doesn't mean that's both then. Well, the the real ones. You know what I mean. Yeah, both. It's very it's very extreme. few real ones out there. No, they're they're real, all right. Every well, no one is real. You know what I mean. <laughs> no. If you adopt that strategy, you're always safe. So now no one's real. Nothing is real. I've been saying this for a long, long time, Jared. Interesting. Nothing and no one. No car. Not even us. Fair, fair. 
So what have you been doing this week? Sweating it up to the oldies? <laughs> yeah, that is exactly right. Have you really? No. Oh. Um, I'm trying to avoid the heat, but that's going to become impossible apparently this weekend. Oh, how come? Because not only is it Canada Day. Oh, in, in, dear. In two days. Indigenous Cre- Slaughter Day, right? Uh, is that what happened? I don't know. I don't know. That's what some people are calling it. Yeah. Some, uh, what, what else is going some, on? Well, it's also Independence Day. Independence that, for that, who? That, 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 well, I mean, that's when uh, the world was slaughtered by other invaders, mm-hmm. by by uh, space aliens. Remember, oh. when that, remember when that happened? I, I do I do have a recollection of it. I yeah. do have a recollection. Yeah, where, yeah. Where, where were you in 1994? Uh, maybe like a daycare. Yeah. Like a day home, potentially. Yeah. Like, like not all day, but like most of the day. Most. You know about day homes? Yeah, I've I've heard about them. Did you ever go to a day home? Like daycare? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't allowed to stay after a certain time. Oh. Because I was, uh, I had a lot of energy. It was because you, uh, you argued with the day home people too much, and you said, "Well, listen here, kid, babe, babe," and then, and then po- you uh, popped your collar, my, and I popped up my katana. Yeah, he said, "Want to know what the Bible really says?" And then, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it, uh, what a lot of those guys do. It was in the the basement of a of a church. Was it? Yep. Well, you probably had some orange drink down there. You know about Miss City? I know about orange drink. Oh, did you, do you think you had some? Yeah, probably. I love yeah. that orange drink. I loved when the uh, the Ronald McDonald House came through mm. they had like the little uh mcdonald's fire safety training for children and you went cool. you went inside the little house did you, did you did you ever do that as a kid maybe i can't re- i don't have like a strong memory of it but i'm sure something like that probably happened yeah you, you go inside like a little fake house and you have to like escape and there was orange drink <laughs> and then uh you know little timmy never gets out and someone says what about timmy and Ronald McDonald says, Timmy's with us now. <laughs> I wonder if that little house ever actually started on fire. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. We might be on to something. Somewhere. Call, somewhere. Call walk. Oh. Let's get a walk on this. Why, why is he coming up a, a, a bunch these days? I don't know. I saw his name on Twitter like an hour ago, and that's why <laughs> that's why it popped in my head. No, I didn't look into it, like, though. Like, <laughs> one of the who hates this films mentions him. By name, serious? in a review from November of 2013. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, I, I pulled up a... Ah, his... see? Cheating. You were cheating. Yeah. No, what I do is I, I just pull the page RJ. before, because RJ. remember when sometimes Letterboxd is down and I can't get access right. to this? So I pulled the page up, but I don't read any of these. And uh, I think I, I, the, the name just stuck out to me. That's what it was. You went Morgan Spurlock. I forgot about that guy. I said, do you think he's still eating McDonald's? I bet that guy still eats McDonald's. And you'd go, supersize me. And then you go right here. Yeah. And you grab something on your body. I'm not going to say what, though. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Vern? Vern. So uh, wait, why? So you said it, it's going to be hot this weekend for you? Yeah. Do you want to elaborate more on that? Uh, I guess it's it's, uh, it's going to be thirty six degrees in Idaho. <laughs> well, Jarrett, we don't live in Idaho. No, but uh, 
I'll I'll be I'll be in Idaho. Uh, anyone wants I, anyone wants to come visit uh, out on the lake? It's gonna be you can play D and D on the lake. Uh, you know about the lake, RJ? You know about D and D? Any of that's not appealing to you? How about I don't know about any of those things? What about hiking? What about fishing? Mm, I'm not a big physical activity guy. Is there? A, will there be any sitting? Uh, well, usually one sits or kneels, maybe, uh, while playing D and D, and maybe mm. having a squat while fishing. Will there be any extended lounges? Because I'm a big lounger. Yeah, there, I think there's gonna be a lot of downtime. A lot of lounging. Yeah, I think so. So, what are you gonna do in your downtime? Uh, are you gonna get um, got, some well, American pepperoni? <laughs> It's, ooh, well, tell me more about this American pepperoni. Well, I don't know what a, what it is. It's, does in it taste does does it taste like freedom? It might, especially the weekend you're going. Yeah. Are uh, you going to pick up some of those uh, legal fireworks? No, I'll be, um, no. Uh, uh, by that point, we'll be fleeing uh, the country. Yeah, but you, but no, it's no, there's it's gonna a be, whole well, weekend I, event. You could do I it. Realize the night there, there's going to be demonstrations uh, in Idaho. Well, in some capitals i'm sure uh, but from uh partic- particularly motivated individuals even back here in canada to, for what though i don't know freedom but they're to what about, end about, about rights it's gonna be about rights rj their rights have been taken away you can do that you can go you can like, do it and go wherever you want now but it's not enough no more what is Tax, taxation is no theft. More, uh, it's been illegal for 100 years. Dag nabbit. I watched a YouTube video. Explained it all. That's the, hence, uh, hence Idaho. The, That's where I'm going to Idaho. <laughs> uh, so where you don't have to pay taxes? That's right. The thing with the fingers yeah. means the taxes. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing? That's right. I understand. I understand. Oh, Jared. Well, I'm sure everyone is very surprised and weirded out that you're going to idaho idaho of all places uh you're gonna get some spuds when you're down there just like a a potato like a highway potato yeah if look if the opportunity happens to strike Mm -hmm. i don't even i don't think potatoes are ready yet i think they're they're coming along Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna be a little early for potato season but if i see one if i see like baby potatoes Maybe I'll snap some shots. Um, post it onto uh, post the... onto the feed. Be like mm-hmm. and say it, it, the, the truth. It's this is the truth. The truth. I mean, I, I would like to hear about it. So uh, yeah, if you it's definitely if you not a pri- any... it's not going to be a priority. Let me tell you. No, that's fine. But I mean, if you do see like um, if you come across some spuds, I think you should give it a try. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to be eating these nights there? Is there a good barbecue out there? Are you guys going to get, like, uh, like a bunch of meats to cook up? Are you going to be the grill master? I, There's a I lot mean, of questions. Yeah, I mean, there there is responsibilities for meal preparation um, mm-hmm. on, on each of these days. So uh, we'll see. See how that shapes up. And, so like... The, uh, I hope everyone likes mushrooms. That's all I'm saying. Um, is it... <laughs> yeah, see, you're not there to be there. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that, I mean, everyone knew that. Everyone loves. Hey, not ever. Everyone but you likes eating poop. So, uh, um, there, there you go. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm on the right side of history on this one. Are you though? Uh, 
Pepper, yeah. Pepperoni is a pretty popular topping on pizza. It's everywhere. Yeah. Get get on get on the poo train, RJ. I'd rather not is what I would like to say to that question. But uh, you also got to consider: is there going to be um, adult beverages at this party? Uh probably some libations. So are you guys? Are you guys going to take the necessary precautions? You got to have like. You know, flat of waters, maybe a flat of Gatorades. I recommend coconut water, Jared. It helps your well, hydration you, better you, than normal water. Are you suggesting that the that water from the taps of the great state of Idaho won't like well, hold up? So actually, and this is something I heard once that uh, drinking tap water from a place that you are not from yeah. is sometimes uh, can wreak havoc on your inside because uh their water treatment is likely different from w- the water treatment at your home facility mm-hmm. and uh might give you the rhea Ooh. So, what if uh, i what if i want that you'd like some of the rhea sure then slurp and gulp it up man yeah gulp gulp it up i'm just saying I'm just saying sometimes water doesn't cut it when you're in a really bad state, especially when you're, you know, you've been eating too many Idaho spuds. You're a little bit more dehydrated than normal. You need a little extra oomph. Oomph. I'd say, uh, you talking about those electrolytes? I'm talking uh, electrolytes. Yeah. If you get the Gatorades, if you get the Gatorades also, um, what is there? Uh, apparently coconut water helps your body absorb magnesium. Better mm. than other normal water. So, uh, what about you're gonna potassium? Look into that. I think that is also part of the trade. Ooh. It's also part of the trade. So, uh, I think we're all a little uh, potassium starved. Well, I mean, how many bananas do you eat daily? Uh, n- not really. I, I, I go through phases, not often at all. Yeah. Do you cycle through your fruits? Like, you'll get a like a bunch of bananas one week and then next week you get a bag of apples and then the week later you get a bag of oranges oranges no. and you just rinse and repeat no 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 it's, all, I find it's, it's like one thing just one yeah always yeah until you What's get sick own? of it oh so you just do bananas for like two months and you're like i'm done with bananas yep oh, uh, okay. until, until the urge strikes again okay okay good to know good to know well i have fun in idaho yeah, I, I won't. I won't think about you or this podcast at all. Good until good. until I get back, uh, and then I'm like, oh shit! I have to watch another fucking movie that no one's going to listen to this podcast for. But maybe for episode no. three hundred, everyone's going to come in for, in the droves because we got such big things planned, you know. And it's like probably the most anticipated laser disc film we've ever discussed, ever. <laughs> I think that people would be foolish if they didn't, uh, you know, um, tell all their friends to uh, come check it out and maybe even like get like six or seven people to sign up for the Patreon just for this episode, right? That's right. That's how much we have planned, clearly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, we might even have a a nice little Patreon bonus episode next week. We will? Yeah. Will we? Well, you better get cracking. I don't know if that, I don't know if next week's gonna happen. Two weeks from now, surely. Okay, two weeks. Two weeks, surely, surely. Sure. Next week might be a little bit ambitious, yeah. but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. These are full fledged yeah. things, Jared. Full sized. Uh, the, the the spirit of Sheriff Buck will move you. 
Well, we'll see. I, I'm not going to say it, it, it's, it won't happen. I'm just saying let's not let's not put too much stock in it yet. Okay. Okay. Not yet. All right. Okay. Did you get that watching order figured out? Which watch? Ah, kind of. It was kind of. Uh, it's kind of like all over the place. Yeah, that's that's I, accurate. <laughs> I have a I have a picture, and then it's got the episodes in the case. So yeah. I guess every time I put a disc in, I'm just gonna have to look and be like, "Wait, does this line up?" Yeah, that's right. Look at those episode yeah. titles. Yeah, old, I, I will old check it out. Manky DVDs, <laughs> menu two. <laughs> What's great TV? Dot com, great, great TV shows. My favorite. Great TV shows. You want to hear from the fine folks of Creepsville? Yeah, like from Creepsville. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, they they all okay. we all live here. Oh. Uh, under the banner of Creepsville. Yeah. Banner of Creep Seven. Oh yeah. I gotcha. Hit it. First of all, we have one Oliver Granger. Oh. With an email entitled "God Help the Queen." Oh. Hi, creeps. So, some confusion on dates. As you read this, I'll be on the plane. Oh, no. He's they going, let him on? They let, well, let's, we have to try to stop him. we got to save people. Well, maybe, nah, I don't know. Who's, whose lives are worth more or less? Now, well, now, now, that, now that he's loose. Well, I don't know. Not intentionally, but it worked out well. I have finished my James Bond watch through before arriving. Oh shit. I was excited to see the London Film Museum has a Bond exhibit, but looks like it may have been replaced with a fucking Harry Potter one. The Bond watch through was generally a really enjoyable time and I recommend it to all. What is mm-hmm. your favorite film marathon? And any on the horizon? I have my eye on Godfather, Planet of the Apes. Neon Genesis. Hmm. So is it just any kind of like series or franchise? Yeah. I mean, we kind of we kind of dabble in that yearly. We we fuck with and, that. Yeah. I mean, uh, the uh, the maze are kind of our branch of looking mm-hmm. out. Ones that I enjoy doing though. Is mm-hmm. that the question? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a, like a film franchise or. Well, I mean, a, a, uh, a big project, a TV show, maybe. I don't know. Actually, well, saying film specifically, so no TV. No TV. Even though, okay, Neon Genesis. Yeah. I mean, it, it does have movies, so. It does. You know, it's got now. It's been remade. Re, yeah. Rebuilt. Better, stronger than before. That's right. Like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, so if we're just doing movies, I mean, Lord of the Rings is always good. I don't do it every year or anything like that, you know. And uh, I have been known to dabble with the Harry Potters from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's only like every couple years, you know, like not very frequently. A couple years here, a couple years there. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy, too. You used to watch those uh, Nolan Batmans on your birthday, right? I did used to do that. I've given it a break, though. You know, you can't do that. You can't do the same thing all the time because uh, it'll lose its. Um, it'll lose it. You know what I mean? You see that Chris uh, was it? Christian Bale said that he'd come back to play Batman if Christopher Nolan was directing. I mean, come I... on. How, how did that? How did that hit you? 
I, I didn't even re- I saw the headline and I know exactly how this planned out. He's getting interviewed for this Marvel movie and someone said, "Would you ever come back as Batman?" And he was probably like, "Well, if Chris Nolan was there, sure." And then and then they're like, "We're running with this, baby." Yeah. And there was like, like yeah, he said he'd do it. Well, because I was just thinking about how it doesn't seem like there's been any movies that have been coming out at all, but now but, yeah. but obviously the Thor movie is coming out right away because of course. Uh, my Facebook feed gets these recommendations for shit that I don't care about, but Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. But there was like some article about like, you know, how Christopher Nolan was claiming, or Christopher Nolan, uh, Christian Bale was claiming that he had no idea what the MCU was. It's like, what are you talking about? That I've entered the MCU. <laughs> and of course, but the comments mm-hmm. were like, oh, he knows. He damn, he damn knows what it means. It's like, I no, mean, he's not a loser. He's not a fucking, I, he's not a fucking loser on the internet because he has a life. I guarantee he doesn't know. Well, he did. Well, he does I, now. I, he just he does now. know. But I guarantee he didn't know. And all these people, it's like he knows. Everyone knows. It's like, come on. It's like, <laughs> no, you. It's like, relax. How is anyone passionate about anything as much as Marvel people are as passionate about Marvel? You know well, what just I mean? Like internet movie people. Just internet. Yeah. Every, Go on oh, Reddit for a while. Go check on. it out. Fil- See what people say. Yeah, I I do think film Twitter is probably one of my least favorite fandoms like facebook in general is just mm. caught garbage but uh twitter whew. it's a whole other uh kettle of fish yeah. yeah the the takes rj the takes how, how how hot are they uh they're uh they burn me they burn me because they're, they're 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 so asinine. They're just like un- red hot hey yeah they're, they're they're i can't handle i can't handle them they're so hot I I believe you, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's lots of Star Trek uh, viewings. I mean, I mean for like rewatches, like Star Trek movies, oh, Star, Star Trek, Trek shows. Yeah. Like, in terms of like film marathons, like I'd watch those. I I probably haven't gone through all the Star Trek movies though, like in chronological order ever. It's always the who you like, haven't. Not since I was a little kid. And even then, mm. it wasn't in order. It was like kind of hodgepodged up. And I think I've seen six the least number of times of all. Six Star is Trek. good. It's the one I've seen the least. I've seen six one. is good. I think I've seen one more somehow because <laughs> it's your favorite one. Because you, I heard I Jared once said that he likes number one because it's boring, and uh, he likes he likes that star he likes yeah. Star Trek when it's boring. That's, that's when right. It's, that's when it's good. Yeah, yeah, he just likes boring stuff, which yeah. is cool. I like worms being put in people's ears. That's my speed. What? Rathacon, baby. Oh, little earworms, eh? Earworms. You got an earworm I, I scene? Follow. Well, uh, there's an episode of X-Files that had some earworm action being oh, threatened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to get a little earworm on that. No. And, yeah, Planet of the Apes. I mean, goddamn. All day like, long, baby. Like Two and a half of those movies are incredible. I uh, I agree with you. Well, and, like, some of those other ones are... They're still fine to watch, you know, like mm-hmm. some of them. Con- Conquest. Oh, Conquest. Oh, yeah. Conquest is so good. Yeah. Battle isn't great. Um, the original is uh, the, the better better, better than his any right to be at all. And I, it's, I mean, I and I liked the, the new ones as well. Like, uh, you know, trite as they may be. I, uh, tripe even. Uh, tripe as they may be. Yeah. Uh, I did like those as well. And I haven't watched yeah. Godfathers for a long time now. Oof, shit. 
long overdue. Actually, uh, years and years. Jurassic Park, baby. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, part, part of me kind of really? doesn't want to watch that first movie again because it's been a very long time. I, really? I, I, I think I need a little Dr. Alan Grant in my life. Hmm. So are you should watch, but are you going to do all the new ones then? If you oh, see, that's the problem. I don't want to because you'd have any. to though. I, I, no, I don't. I don't have to do anything. You, uh, it's like if I wanted to watch on. if I wanted to watch Star Wars again, I don't need to watch the prequels or the new ones. I just watch four, five, six. I'm good. I mean, I I wouldn't watch the new ones either, but the prequels are fine. I would do four, five, six, one, two, three. But that's because I was like ten when Phantom Menace came out, so I was the demographic for that. You know what I yeah. mean, Jared? Yeah. Pizza Hut gave out those pogs. We've talked about those before, right? The Pizza yeah. Hut Phantom Menace pogs. Yeah, we definitely talked about those before. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Cool. Cool. Excellent. Uh, you re- ready for another email? Yeah. From Justin Peterson with an email titled, <gasps> What's Shaken Bacon? Hmm? Whoa. <laughs> hey, what? Jared and RJ. What's happening? Mm-hmm. It took some time, but I finally can report that I have seen that everything, everywhere, all at once. And I think I'm joining JD with thinking this is being seriously overhyped. Yes. I thought you liked it, Jared. I think that it gets good, but yeah. I the when, where people talk about it being like um, this masterpiece, that's uh, oh I that's, see no let's not we don't have to ruin things by talking no. about how they're perfect like creations because it isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, well, a few things are. There is some crazy fun action and visuals throughout, but is it not just a wacky version of the Matrix with a family drama at its core? Any thoughts yet from you guys? Well, RJ hasn't seen it. Yeah. Uh, I think Jarrett was waiting for me to watch it, but it's yeah. uh, it's still not available um, on stream. And Is there a me... re- check check for a release date? I'll get yeah, to let our, me see right here. I'll look at our uh, GOAT Oops. movie question of the week. Okay. No better time to chat about Michelle Yao's best movies. Uh, the answer has to be Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, right? But I'm sure she's going to be next level for her Avatar 5 performance. What? Uh... What? Is she in Avatar 5? Uh, what is that? Avatar 5? Is that a... Was she going to show up in like Avatar? I'm not sure, Jarrett. Uh, but here's an update for you. Uh, Yo. Everything Everywhere All at Once is uh, being released uh, this Tuesday, July the 5th. On? Uh, well, on no streaming sites. It's just going to be available for purchase. So... Oh. Are you going to get the 4K? No. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Everything, <laughs> no. everywhere all at once. Let's see when the stream, streaming release date. Wait a minute. Uh, oh, uh, wait. No, would, that's not would, right. Was she? I guess she's in Avatar 2 through 5. But, okay. But if you, if you say so. Was she in the first movie? Nope. Uh, she's just in it. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. I, I, okay. I'm just looking. Okay. Over, I'm looking right. over. I'm looking okay. over her filmography. Uh, um. Hmm. So there's there's no there's no read on when this is going to be available to to stream. It, it's available to rent on online right now, but I'd rather just wait until it's just readily available. Right, Jared. That's right. Hard it to seems know. to be the play. What about so, the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor? Uh, what were what was the question, and why are we talking about the Mummy right now? 
Michelle Yao. Oh, Yo. we're we're talking about her movies. Yeah. Her, okay. What's her best? What's her best uh, film? Hold on. Let me let me pull this up. Let me uh, hack in the mainframe. I mean, I've only she's seen, in a lot of TV. Yeah, I've only seen like. I've seen five films of hers. Three things. So I'm gonna take a pass on answering this because I haven't seen enough of it. And what, what about, about tomorrow? What, never but then, dies. One, but then one day, RJ, you too will be able to experience her in Star Trek Discovery. Uh, apparently she's good in that because she was the one they were trying to make a, another spinoff show of because mm. she's at uh, sect, uh, Section 34. Is that what it was called? Yeah. You, you, you know, yeah. yeah this 31 or... Section 31 or whatever whatever yeah. that fucking thing is called. Whatever it's called. Uh, um, yeah, I've only seen five films of hers. So I'm going to say uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, James Bond. There you go. Yeah. Foodie talk, now mm-hmm. for a dip in the discussion, as I encourage you to chat about your favorite substances to dunk your chips and crackers in. Oh, I big, am big. a big guacamole boy myself, oh. and just to check out the selection on this list, this is from goodhousekeeping.com, food recipes, party ideas, easy dip recipes. Allow me to click on here, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll send this along to, oh, there's 80 entries, this will... This will pass plenty of time on this episode. Well, I thought uh, I thought we were in summer mode where we're doing uh, oh, shortened yeah. episodes. Okay. How, about, how do you feel okay. about dill dip? Dill dip? Well, uh, dill dip with fries is incredible. Like, you ever go to OJ's and get some dill dip with fries? It's wow. awesome. Wait, this thing you sent me has no dips. Oh, it's a photo gallery? Dip? Yeah. What is this? Herb okay. white bean dip. I'm gonna, that's a hard pass. What the fuck? Pizza dip. <laughs> that's not real. That's uh, What is that? That's not this real. Just a, bake it on the bread. This is a bowl of cheese, goo. Uh, well, I think it's like tomato with cheese whoa. on top, but that's not real. Cowboy caviar. It's, a, it's, it's just, just salsa. Be- it's just beans. It's like a... It's, it's like... It's beans, corn, yeah. tomato, and avocado. Yeah. I would call that salsa. Hmm. Or a pico de gallo type um, deal. Well, uh, yeah. how about a best ever spinach and artichoke dip? I do like spinach dip with a little crusty bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about easy red salsa? <sighs> it's a lot better than the hard red salsa. V- let me tell you. Vegan Caesar dressing. Is that... Never tried it. No buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a winner. I've never seen that before. You never had that? Nope. I'll make it. You come over. Or, no, don't come over, don't. but I'll make it. Yellow split pea dip. That's not real. Uh, roasted artichokes with Caesar dip. No. Roasted red pepper hummus. Uh, sometimes I like hummus quite a bit. Sometimes no, not Sometimes a... it's a little too uh, too much for me. Yeah. I'm not crazy about the hummus. I, I used to like it a lot, but when you know, once you when the taste changed, it uh, doesn't hit the same. Churro chips with spiced chocolate dip. That's too complicated. I don't like that they're telling me what to dip in these dips. I thought this was just a yeah. dip article. M- uh, Mahamara dip. Ooh, Turkish, Mahamara dip. A Turkish inspired dip is made with red peppers, walnuts, lemon, garlic, and sumac for an intensely flavorful spread that will be the hit of your party. I mean. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good. Sounds good. Never had it though. Yeah, I've never heard of this. 
Muhamara dip. Vegan queso. You make it, and I'll come over. Okay. Yeah. Uh, never tried it? Avocado dip. How is that different from guacamole? guacamole. <laughs> that, yeah. Zucanush. Uh, excuse me? Could you say that again? Zucanush. Uh, what is zucanoosh? Zucanoosh, uh, swap out eggplants for zucchini in a creamy uh, Middle Eastern inspired offering, perfect with pita chips. So it's like baba ganoush. Baba ganoush. Uh, yeah. spinach and yogurt dip. We've already done spinach. French dip. onion dip. Come what? That's uh, I mean, I I do like some chips with some what some French onion. The fuck am I looking at here? S'mores dip foil pack. It's like, am I seeing oh, strawberries in that? Okay. So I, uh, I, I RJ, do kind of, I do f- kind of know what, what's going on here. What's with the so s'mores? We've done, I've done, uh, I've done this before camping where you put bananas and marshmallows and like uh, hot sauce in there and you kind of bake it a little bit. Uh, but uh, I've never seen the strawberry version of this. I, I've done things like this before. I mean, I like s'mores. Yeah, and maybe some s'mores. s'mores maybe some s'mores will be going down this weekend. Oh. But this is like what the fuck? Oh, it's it's pretty messy, boy. Yeah, that doesn't seem like any fun. It says foil pack onto the fire for a mess-free dessert. That's not mess-free. That, that is that's that's that's, that's only mess. That's only mess. It's only only for only fans. Only mess. <laughs> Spring crudites with a herb <laughs> cheese dip. What? <laughs> What is a spring crudite? I don't know. Uh, it's a oh. it's an apostrophe for uh, the I see. crudites, but I'm gonna say crudites. Yeah. Everything okay. bagel dip. Wow, that's fitting. not real. That's fitting. It's not real. Zesty beet dip. Also not real. <laughs> I mean, look at like uh, that's the one thing about beets. Beets are like like the most beautiful color. Hey, it, did you know that uh, uh, an ingredient in Viagra is uh, beet extract? Oh yeah. So if uh, do you like beets? Not particularly. I mean, does it make your does make your dick hard, RJ? <clears throat> I gotta go. Grilled corn forever. and ricotta dip. I, maybe I would try it. Ricotta. Ugh. I would try it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the name, chunky <laughs> buffalo blue dip. Oh yeah, I would eat that. I like the what the mini cucumbers. That's too much. You don't have hollow out I mean, mini cucumbers. Come fuck? on, it looks like green, it looks like dip. green onions though. That would be interesting. Um, and yeah. hel- uh, green onions and jalapenos, cool. Mini yeah. cucumbers. I see. They're telling us what to what to do again, which I don't like. Um, grilled onion dip. I mean, we already did onion dip. Warm much... cheddar corn dip. We've already done a, a corn dip. Cheddar corn though, I don't know. Is that like a um, yeah polenta? Uh, smoky yeah, smoky guacamole. What, what is the difference between normal guac? Sm- oh, they're grilled avocados. Smoky. I don't think that would do anything. A uh, super bread bowl. That's not dip. <laughs> Wait, the, is it? It is. There's dip inside the bowl. What says you can put any dip in there? Kale artichoke recipe here specifically. Best huh. ever guacamole. We've already done guac. Hot double onion cheese dip. We've already done an onion dip. Make a head pea pesto. Yeah, we haven't done pesto. Pea pesto. But as a dip? Oh. I don't know. Oh, what is this? Whipped feta with cucumber. No. Um, no. That sounds like uh, something that would be on Greek food. 
Is that because it says feta? Well, even the cucumber, though. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we make stuff like Mediterranean. Yeah. Yeah. Not my. Ugh. Do you see this next one? Creamy layered pea dip. I don't know, man. <laughs> what about buffalo hummus? Uh. I would rather just have either buffalo dip or hummus on their own. I, I don't need them to be put together. Parmesan tots with dipping sauce. <laughs> She's like, what is that? Stop telling me what to do. Quit <laughs> no, no, telling I, me how to live my life. It, it doesn't even say what the dipping sauce is. Okay, now, this now, is a sauce article. Now, now, now this thing is just broken down into Bene- Benedictine spread. No. we no. Okay, I'm going to go to 40 and then I'm going to call it dill okay. scallion dip. Which is We've already onion, done a form dip. of onion and dill dip. Yeah. We've already done that. Hatch pineapple salsa. Well, we make that at home. Okay. For uh for stuff. Not not this. We, Hawaiian we pizza fans. This one's for you. <laughs> I mean no. Three <laughs> cheese doesn't... fondue. Uh I'm not I don't know. I'm not I've yeah. never been crazy about right, fondue. I'm just, I'm just trying to click through the rest of these. Goat cheese yeah. dip, pimento yeah, okay. cheese. Whipped okay. feta again, hot corn dip, cheeseburger dip, smoked um, salmon dip, mango yeah. salsa, garlic aioli. Hmm. Well, I mean, aioli is not a... Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Roasted corn dip, two-ingredient taco dip. Uh, healthy what? healthy seven-layer dip. Um, Crab no. dip. No. Queso chorizo dip. Uh, four yeah. four way dip. It's just like literally a bread bowl, but there's like four different types of dips, and, and there's like the bread in between. Not a dip. Not a dip. Not a dip. Crock pot spinach artichoke dip. Cheesy yeah. bacon spinach dip. Probably pretty good. There's like nine kinds of spinach dip on this. Pull, list. So, but now there's like okay, they call it a pull apart garlic bread pizza dip, which I just saw mm. with the four pockets, and I was like, what is that type of bread? Oh, it's garlic bread. I see. Best ever baba okay. ganoush. Um, yeah, baba ganoush is well, fine. All I see is this like oil sitting on top. Of the baba? Yeah. Well, you don't want oil on your baba. On fifty nine, like is that? I seen that right? It's... Uh, I don't know. You were ripping, so I stopped following along. Okay, that's fine. Pro- yeah. Black bean dip. Black bean dip? No. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a huge bean dip guy. What? What is this? Cookie dough dip. <laughs> no. It's just cookie dough. No. No, you just eat the cookie dough if you want cookie dough. Mississippi sin dip. Ooh, what's this in that? combination of bread, melty cheese, ham, and garlic is sinfully tasty. Is this like a big bread roll just stuffed with fucking like, cheese? That's just, that's just melting cheese on ham. That's not an actual dip. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I guess there's ham chunks in there. I can't see them in this photo. I mean, churro okay. cheesecake dip, best ever mm. salsa I've had a day. Beaten We've... feta cheese dip, black bean and avocado salsa, warm pimento cheese dip, blue cheese mm. yogurt dip, Louisiana shrimp dip, lemon uh. goat cheese dip, sun mm. choke chips with warm blue cheese dip. Three cheese artichoke dip, pickle mm. dip, Mexican corn dip, baked carrot fries with harisha tahini dip, mm. vegan spinach 
artichoke dip is the 80th entry on this list, which I will now close. There you go. Okay, so on this list of 80 dips, 32 of them were spinach dip. Yeah, yeah. 32 of them were spinach dip. Also, what is the best cracker? <laughs> Triscuits for me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll take whatever. Get, like a good, give me a good cracker. I mean, they're, they're not all created equal. No, they're not. There are better ones. Topables are pretty good. Uh, Triscuits, from a calorie standpoint, are are ridiculous, though. They are good, though. They are, yeah, really good. Do you have Triscuits in your house right now? No. I was going to say, have you ever cut cheese for Triscuits and then melt the cheese just in the microwave on the Triscuit? Because the Triscuit holds its shape. It doesn't get soggy. And then you have melted cheese. It's pretty good. I also, uh, I fuck with saltines quite a bit quite a bit saltines yeah because sometimes i don't want like a ton of stuff i just want like three saltines do you know what i mean do you ever get like that you're like three saltines will do i like the saltines the canadian indie pop group oh they're good too they're good too andrea's a big goldfish kid she likes goldfish gross <laughs> you're not a goldfish guy no they're they're fucking gross oh they're not bad they're not bad what about uh where do you stand on like cheese its and uh things of that nature Ugh. You know about Cheez-Its? I like those, like, veggie thins, I guess. Like, oh, those, yeah, those, veggie thins are good. Those, those are ideal for dips, I guess. Yeah. Wheat thins, veggie yeah. thins. same idea, yeah. Yeah, there, there's both. Those are good. Yeah. I'll yeah. take crackers and dip are good? Uh, Yeah, crackers are pretty good. I don't... I'm not... I don't think I'm going to be dipping crackers, to be honest. If I'm eating crackers, I'm going to be eating it with cheese. Well, you have a cheese dip. No, I don't do that. Why? I don't do that. Do you, well, don't oh, do hey, that b- by the way, it's been a while. How's the how's the uh, the chopstick thing going? You still did you? I get... still do it. Yeah, I still do it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of these days, I'll show you uh, how. Have you ever tried it? N- no. I. Do you have any chips in your house right now? <laughs> Probably somewhere. And do you have chopsticks in your house? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I recommend after the podcast, because you got a big night ahead of you, just pour some of those chips in a bowl. And while you're editing, because you don't want to get your keyboard all greasy, just chopstick a little. What, what do I do with my the greasy tips of my chopsticks? Because they're going to get greasy. Well, you got to wash your chopsticks between yeah. meals, dude. Well, no, but like as I work, <clears throat> where do I set them? In the bowl or on top of the bowl. Well, I, see, I see nothing but problems. Those those so, chopsticks could roll right off onto the ground, and now I got a bigger problem. I got if you're I got if you're I have to deal from a chump. Is that is that so, you know? It's like chopsticks are awkward, and you, you you put them into a bowl. Like how deep a bowl are you using over there? How many so how many chips chip are you, you digging down into? My my go to bowl, which is chip bowl, and when I'm not eating chips out of it and it's clean, it's also a cereal bowl. Is I have a mixing bowl. That I, I eat chips and cereal out of, and then what and about the popcorn? mixing. Uh, yeah, I've put popcorn in there before. Um, the mixing bowl has one of those lips, like so it can be poured, and then that is the perfect ideal spot to set your chopsticks down because it stays out. It's not touching any of those chips, and it's a big deep bowl. So it's like if you, as long as you don't fill it all the way up to the top, you're good. Or you just eat a couple, and then you set your ch- uh, chopsticks on top. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. Talking too loud. So you like to have clean hands because you're just better than everybody else, huh? Uh, well, I mean, if it, who would you rather be around? Uh, someone with clean hands or someone with Cheeto dust all over their hands? I mean, I don't. And this I, person has to touch you. It's not much of a choice. I mean, you can't touch me regardless. 
Yeah. So it's kind of a false well, choice. I mean, no one's touching me here with with, yeah, with, but with their hands. What if someone did touch you? Would you want like non-consensual touching? Would you not non- non- non-consensual touching? Well, I don't want anyone said... touch. I don't want non. I don't want any non-consensual touching. Well, you just said that they're not allowed to. But if say someone touched you non-consensually, would you rather their hands were clean or would you rather they had Doritos on their fingers? I'd have to. I'd have to like do something about this anyway, or not care one or the other. I mean, where where are they touching me? On the mouth? On my, on my back? Are they, are, are they coming by me saying, "What's up, scumbag"? I mean, uh, if they know who you are, they might be saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, maybe Potentially. They, don't, they don't really care. Like, I mean, as long as their hands isn't covered like with shit, like it's like it's a big. Well, like if they were eating it with their hands. Well, they're not wiping their their ass with their just bare hand, are they? You don't know. That, that's an issue, but that's like you don't know. You never know. That's beyond the pale. I, you know what? I'll I'll take uh, their Cheeto dust hands from like the night before over poo hand or or Mister Chopsticks here because you can't touch me either with your clean well, hands. I could with my chopsticks. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you'd be like trying to pinch me. Yeah, I would. Like I'd a, pinch like, your right. Like like a sex pest. You you ah, sicko, like an Italian. You sicko Catholics. Well, Italians. Chore talk. Cleaning oh, is yeah. never fun. But what is the household duty that you loathe having to do? I believe this has come up before. I, I feel like Justin. <laughs> He doesn't like chores uh, sometimes. For I, me, I do think this has come up. Is it vacuuming? For me, it is using Windex. Since oh, it never oh. looks good at first, since you always end up with streaks and cloth fibers all over the glass. All right, mateys. I am tapped out for another week. May the creep be with you. Best, Big J Money Peterson. Nice. Uh, um, how do you feel about Windex? I mean, I don't use it, so... <laughs> So I feel fine about it. I don't. Okay. Uh, I think I I use Windex on my mirror like once a year, maybe, maybe twice. Okay. It doesn't get dirty. Your mirror? Yeah. My personal mirror doesn't get dirty. How? How is that possible? Do you do you not under you, do you, you not never, understand you, you how never, clean I am? What you don't you never have like a big nasty zit that you got you just blow all over it. And no, I'm extremely careful with everything I do. You, you, I use chopsticks to eat chips, Jared. What do, what do you not understand about this? I am extremely careful in all of my actions. Mm-hmm. All of them. But uh, yeah, I will say... It sounds very healthy, RJ. Sounds, all, sounds like you're a, a functioning human being. All I can say is whether it is um, compulsive or obsessive or, uh, or downright wrong, it's making me comfortable. That's right. Uh, yeah, you're, not, yeah, you're over there doing your, doing your thing, and that's yeah. fine. The only thing I don't clean regularly, which I do put off, is uh, the toilet. So I guess that's the chore that I uh, avoid. Mopping the floors is also a real pain in the ass. Because it's like I always mop myself into a corner. Like I'm, I'm very deliberate, but you always <laughs> mop yourself in a corner, and then you're just, you're just stuck for like 30 minutes, and you're like, Ugh. you're waiting for it to evaporate before you can go yeah. free. But then the spot you're standing in is, is you have to tend to that as well. Well, I mean, I'm pretty good where it's like I'll mop like from the the farthest point into like a stairwell, and then I can at least go up the stairs. But as soon as I get away, then it's like I need something downstairs, and it's like I can't go down there. I just mop. You don't there. you don't go around barefoot doing this stuff. <laughs> uh, I usually wear socks. Okay, so you're usually getting... okay. I mean, I'm barefoot at the moment, but if I'm if I know I'm going to be mopping, I'll put socks on. So the. 
Just in case what? Just in case. What does the this the soapy water reactivate things in your mind? No, because I'm really sweaty and clammy all the time. So like my bare feet are gonna leave like literal footprints all over the heart, like all over the floor. I see. And that's not even an exaggeration. Like you can see my little footprints all over the floor because they're always clammy. I see. This is my life, Jarrett. Wow. <laughs> you all asked. <laughs> you you all asked. Well, let's see if Rob Eagle uh, has anything he to has. say to follow up on this. Okay. An inquiry. Hello, creeps. Mm. I was chatting with a pal this week about awful movie theater experiences. The kind when you're dragged by a friend, or worse, a date, to see a movie you just know you're going to hate. And it turns out you're right. I have a couple that stick in my mind. A long time ago, I was taken, kicking and screaming, to see Flesh Gordon. Not Mm. Flash Gordon. That's Mm. camp and fun. I mean Flesh Gordon from 1974. At this point, let me stress, I did not see it in 1974. I was in, or sorry, it was in theater decades later and clung to the hope my date wanted to enjoy it ironically. No such Mm -hmm. luck. All through the movie, he rolled with laughter while I rolled my eyes. I'm not good at hiding disdain, so you can imagine how the rest of the date went. I probably had that experience in mind when, years later, I was invited to go see the Meryl Streep classic, Mamma Mia. Oh. I'm not an ABBA guy or a musicals guy, but I do know a good thing when I see it. And 30 hot and hung certainly qualifies. So this time, I was more diplomatic because I didn't want to blow it. Well, actually, Mm. I did want to blow it. Hence, Oh, come on. (laughs) Hence my total lack of eye-rolling and my bestest behavior. Come on. You you put that in there, didn't you? I did not, RJ. This is pure Rob. (laughs) Yeah, Rob Jarrett. You may remember (laughs) my mentioning uh, my work pal, the one who attacked me with her epilator. She was actually a bit of a movie gal, and we saw quite a few films together. However, I drew the line at Sex and the City and flatly refused to attend. Her son was equally adamant. No way, he apparently told her. Take your gay mate. The lucky sod escaped on a technicality, he being too young for an R-rated movie. So, after much emotional blackmail, I found myself outside the multiplex at 10 a.m. on opening day. Oh, Rob, I'm so excited, she squealed. The first thing I thought about when I woke up was seeing this movie. Me too, said I, abandoning all hope. (laughs) So, have you guys had any similar experiences? Regards, R.O. Beagle. Man. I uh, I still think you put that thing in there. but Well, you uh, know, what's, what's this so disappointing is there's no, like, no follow-up there. There's no... Unlike like, how did, it turned did, out? Yeah, did he? Did he what? Blow it. <clears throat> bad, bad theater experiences, RJ. Go. Pretty much every one I've ever had with you. <laughs> the Batman? Uh, well, no. Uh, well, no, wait. What happened in the... Nothing weird happened in the Batman, did no, it? No, it seemed like some people were getting too close, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I just mean, like, pretty much every weird one I've had, I think, has been with you. And I think we've talked about most of them. Was that the one where the, there was, like, the guy in the back who started laughing? Yeah, like, really, like, uh, inappropriate times. Like, mm-hmm. um, Joker things, laughing? 
yeah, things were just happening. He's like, ah! And it's like, this isn't the time to laugh. But, <laughs> uh, what, um, what was the worst? Hereditary was pretty bad. Uh, that wasn't with you. No. Um, that, uh, that one was really weird. Uh, what was another bad one? I don't know. We've had, we've seen a few. When that guy walks through that these popcorn was just pretty funny. That was funny though. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. That, that, that was um, miles on faces. Yeah. Annihilation was bad. That was with you. That was yeah. when the uh, the sound was horrid. The sound didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, and it, the, the center speaker just it was tin sound. Yeah, and it's what do you do with that, right? Like, you can't do anything with that, Jared. Um, so that one was really bad. Uh, was it supposed to be all time just bad theater experiences, Awful or theater like when you're taken yeah. to a movie that you don't well, want to see? Well, yeah, the kind when you're dragged by a friend to see a movie that you just know you're going to hate. Oh, well, uh, that that one movie, one of the worst movies I've ever fucking seen. That Hunter Killer movie, mm-hmm. that submarine movie, that was one of the all time bads, sure. All time <sighs> bad, real bad. Yeah, I think it was. There was like an era, probably like 2001, where hanging out at the store on a Friday night and basically Bobby or whoever was my ride home, mm-hmm. uh, I'd be stuck going to whatever movie was came out on that Friday night. And it was like mm-hmm. whatever it was. And I was just like, I don't know. I subjected myself to this, I guess. So it was my own fault. But such classes as uh, Extreme Ops... But I th- like that movie, like I think everyone agreed, that movie was really bad. And then Loser with Jason Biggs, whoo boy! But holy shit, Charlie's Angels, oh, was that good? Oh, oh, so bad. <laughs> Did you stay for the credits though? People want to know. Uh, I I have no idea. I can't remember. You don't know? Nope. Oh, there's some fun stuff in the credits. And then, uh, yeah, I remember when I was watching. Ang Lee's Hulk in theater and uh, being so bored. I was like looking inside of my uh, jacket pockets. You're just, oh, I wonder what's in my pockets right now. <laughs> like I, I was making that choice. <laughs> like this is so boring. Well, I wonder if there's anything I could throw out. What did, what did you find in your pockets? Like receipts, I think. It was probably like gas receipts back when uh, gas was like uh. 50 cents or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that movie, I, I think that's got some attempted apologists too, but that movie sucks. Yeah, I don't remember. I think even at the time I was kind of like, hmm, it's like, this ain't my thing. Yeah. I was like, I, this thing, this is not my thing. That kind of thing, you know, I don't know. There's all sorts of wacky, wacky ones in my right here. Theaters, that is. Theaters. Yeah. When uh, I think I've I think I mentioned before when I saw The Fighter with some friends, the Christian Bale film, uh some guy um like up in the stands was uh like laughing really loud and being obnoxious and like talking to the movie. And uh at like one point someone someone was like, Get the fuck out of here and then like the theater people came in and like he was walking out and he had a case of beer, like a whole case of beer. And someone threw a whole pop at his head, but uh, they missed, Aww. and they hit someone else. So like uh, that was a that was a weird one. That was a weird one, Jared. Anyways, 
Anyways. Anyways. That's it for yeah. emails. V emails. If everyone's just gone quiet or, you know, they're in summer mode. It's kinda like goblin mode, but sweatier. Tell me more about goblin mode. RJ, what you been creeping on this week? Um I saw Chopping Mall, Jared. Do you know about Chopping Mall? Chopping Mall. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm aware there's some killer robots in a mall, I believe. There's some killer robots in a mall? Yeah, Paul, you, you know Paul who... Bartel. And, mm-hmm. uh, he shows up for like a second with uh, Mary Warnov. Um, in character. Yeah. As, as and the they're characters. eating Ravel characters. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, that's a kind of a mm-hmm. random thing to watch, RJ. Well, Jared, it wasn't random at all. Wow. I mean, I guess you made the choice to like watch this on Shudder or some sort of streaming platform. No, no. I was in a real movie theater chair. What? I mean, I, it was playing in Lethbridge? No, no. Have you ever heard of the Globe Theater, Jared? The well, yes, I have, RJ. That's in a different city. Do you remember when you saw a movie at the Globe Theater? I sure do. Oh, and and do you remember like, who you invited to that movie? Oh, man, all my friends, Ooh. all my closest friends came along with me. And it was one, all of, the, of, them, one, hey? one of the best experiences I've ever had. It's Suspiria. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, not they were a, all there? No, not, not a single person was missed. Not not no one? You, all your buddies were there? Every yeah, single one? Yeah, the people because they're closest to me. Oh, just your close personal friends. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, that's like me on uh, this weekend when I attended the Globe Theater. Uh, only my good, close personal friends attended. Right. Exactly. I'm talking. Yeah. Fr- friend of the show, Ryan Nagel. I'm talking Sugarhead. I'm talking. Neither of those guys were there. Uh, thought, <laughs> but well, there was. I thought one of them was going to be there, but there was one. Uh, well, um, Ryan couldn't come because uh, it was his daughter's birthday, which is understandable. Uh, is it but, though? Uh, Why couldn't she go to shopping mall? I think she, I think she's like three. Yeah. So she, she wouldn't even know what's going on. That's true. That's true. But uh, too many neck beards. Give, give, give her a pill or something. She'll sleep right through it. Uh-huh. Isn't that that's good parenting? Sure, I'll pass that along. I'll pass that, that's, that along. Hey, that's parenting advice on the Criterion yeah. Cruise podcast. Yeah, I. Uh, that's uh, send your uh, emails to Jarrett Duncan. You, you got a problem with your kid? I'll solve it for you. I'd like someone to record that for uh, the eventual court date that will, uh, I'm sure, happen within the yeah. next year or two. I'll give you all kinds of advice. Good, yep. good, sound advice. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there'll be something to that. Uh, there actually was a uh, longtime listener of the podcast in attendance at uh, at the movie, but I don't know if I want to out them just yet because uh i feel like uh we'd be playing that card too soon and i feel like that's coming up soon anyway so oh shit i'm gonna i'm gonna leave that oh, as man is. oh I, you, I, you're aware though i know it's good well yeah i think so i think okay so anyways uh i went to the globe theater to watch a chopping mall uh me and andy went and uh, a couple other people um that we just like met up there uh uh because uh it was horror con and i know you wanted to go to see billy zane but uh, you had to work, right? I did. I, I, I yeah. was stuck covering for someone who was also in that stink town of a city. For Horicon? For Magic the Gathering playing at uh, McEwen uh, Hall. Yes. that, uh, what a, that what, I did not attend that what, 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 Why? I mean, I thought you were working on your decks. You were working on, like, you were 
you net decked, you got the meta, you've been grinding out matches, uh, you've been getting some reps in, figuring out it's the sideboard. I, I know you've been on Reddit chatting up the, the yep. meta. I know I know yep. I know you were talking about ledger shredders and it's like how they're yep. OP and the you know, is it of course. It, yeah, you know I know I understand. Um, you know Shocklands and stuff. I mean, you got, yeah, them, you, got them, you got them all. But that's why that's why I thought would have brought you there. And then chopping walls off as a side piece. So that's why, unfortunately, I could not myself be in I that tend. city at that time. Yeah, which is too bad. I, th- I feel like uh, you would have enjoyed probably uh, some of the events. Some now. The events. Now, did you go to the actual convention? No, I didn't. Uh... I didn't attend You didn't. You no. didn't go and check out the sweet merch. No. Um. You didn't get I any didn't... like arm wraps with like skeleton embroidery. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't do that. No, I didn't. Um. I would go to that uh, this weekend though. Uh, it it kind of needed to just be like a quick, uh, like a quick weekend because I had lots of other stuff going on. So it was uh, the day of. I did. Uh, had to do stuff at home. And then we got out of town, uh, got up there, found the hotel, and then we got dinner, and then we went right to the movie. So it was kind of like a quick one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the next day we came right home. But uh, uh, we haven't even mentioned why I was there, Jared. Because Chopping Mall? Is that a movie that uh, you drive two hours and burn precious gasoline? Precious gasoline for? I mean, it's it's a decent movie, but probably not that. But uh, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, I went because it was, because it was HorrorCon. One of the special guests was uh, our boy, uh, Mr. John Bloom. Do you know John Bloom, Jared? John Bloom. Hmm. Uh, real I, real name. I know of like the Bloom family from shows like Arrested Development. Not not that one. Not that one. I actually uh, just this week I found out that that's uh, his real name. I didn't know that. I thought his real name was his stage name. Oh. Uh, but uh, special guest, uh, Mr. Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs in his drive-through, and his drive-through. There was no drive-through uh, in attendance at this event. The drive-in. Uh, the drive-in. Uh, yeah, the drive-in. The last drive-in. Yeah. There we go. The no, not not, not his not his restaurant. No, not his not the drive-through. <laughs> what would he serve at that though? Spaghetti. Uh, things in with a like, bucket. Like I don't know like severed tits or something i don't know that, <clears throat> that seems to be it's not his one of his ratings probably uh, well, it de- dependent upon like, the feature driving tallies yeah 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 uh the tally uh one of the most impressive tallies on this one was ghost boobs do you know about ghost boobs jared uh not actual ghosts i shouldn't like mention. the entity well, so what it was was uh, boobs in movies that just walk by that have nothing to do with the movie. They're just naked breasts. He called them ghost boobs. I see. Yeah, those are ghost boobs. Uh, so anyways, Joe Bob was there, which was cool. Um, so me and Andy went up, uh, and we met a couple people up there. And uh, so the way it worked was there was like an hour before the movie where he was uh, he was at a merch table, and he was doing a meet and greet. And then he introduced the movie, and that was like – he probably gave like a solid 20 minutes introducing it uh, and talking about it. And then after the movie, he did another uh, kind of like um, merch table kind of thing. Okay. So uh, we were there and um, we were there like, I don't know, an hour before the movie. Not, nothing too crazy. And the merch line had like, it was just like some dude, like old dude in a denim vest who was selling t-shirts. And I was like, I'll get a t-shirt. Were, were That's these cool. $50 t-shirts? Not quite. They were like 40 bucks or something like that. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I know. 
Uh, but um, what was I was gonna say, so we we walked by and there was like two people in that line. I was like, oh, I was like, I'll get in line. I'll I'll see what they got. And then uh, the man himself, Joe Bob, came in. He was shaking hands, uh, taking pictures, glad handing. He was glad handing, kissing babies. Uh, yeah, and he he was good at it too. He was good at it. Um, so he came in and, uh, he, uh, came right to the merch table and then he was just there and I was just like already in mine. I was like, Oh, that's convenient. Uh, so, uh, I went through, got a little picture, had a little hello. He was very friendly, Jared. He was very friendly. That's that and Southern then, hospitality. Southern hospitality. Uh, Joe Bob is enormous mm-hmm. as, like, as, as depicted in your photo with him. Yeah. So I, I don't like to show my face too much because of the YouTube comments on how I don't look the way people think I should look. Um, I didn't get a lot of that on Instagram, but uh, uh, but I, I was like, ah, Joe Bob's cool. I was like, we should post this. Um, so Andy took a picture of us uh, and I put that out there. Yeah, he's huge. And like, I think it's worth mentioning, dude is 69 and uh, he nice. is... Uh, nice uh he is like starting to shrink in on himself a little bit so it's like he's even bigger than that and he's just like his spine is like kind of curling so um our, all of our spines are curling i think i mean eventually they will yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of like uh that uzumaki comic spiral you know about that <laughs> spiraling I know about in i know about spirals baby um so I was going to say, so I talked to him just really briefly and then we all sat down and he came in and did his uh, intro. And then, uh, so I did something that I, I, I'm sure he was like dreading, um, which a lot of these people would probably dread, but, uh, like 20 minutes in the movie. So he did an intro and it was really good. And, uh, I've seen the Joe Bob chopping mall, um, like on shutter. So it was, it was similar, like a lot of the same beats. Yeah. But uh, he talked about that, and then he actually talked about Canada stuff quite a bit, too, because, you know, he was in Canada. Uh, but he introduced it, and then he left. Um, and then Andrew went to the bathroom, like, 10, 15 minutes in, and she's like, Joe Bob's just sitting out there, like, uh, by like by himself at the merch table. And I was like, really? And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go get him. <laughs> so I went out, Uh-oh. and then I, I'm pretty sure, like, when he saw me, he was probably like, oh, God. Because <laughs> he's just, like, someone walking up to him. Uh, but I, I went, I was getting Andrew a water bottle. I was like, I was like, Joe Bob, you want something to drink? Want water? Want a pop? And he's like, no, I'm good. And I was like, cool. And so I got water and then a big I, gulps, huh? Big gulps, huh? Cool. But I did, I, I had to ask him a question, Jared. Oh man. He was doing a Q and a afterwards, but I went up to him and he, he was just on his phone and I was like, I was like, I'm sorry to intrude on you. And my voice cracked too. Did you I was ask like, him, where do you get all your ideas? Where do you get all your where do you get your ideas, man? Oh, I should mention too, I was wearing a bow bow tie. And, yeah, uh, as, he as, commented on as, that as seen, as seen in the picture. Yeah. Uh, he he uh, he did point to it. He said, "Nice bow bow boy." He didn't say the boy part, but uh, um, so I I had to I had to ask him a, a Jarrett question. Oh shit! So uh, I walked up and I was just like I was like I'm sorry to intrude on you. I was like I know you're doing a Q and A later, but. But uh, I was like, you're. I was like, uh, I didn't say this, but I was like, you're just sitting out here. You look bored. So I was like, maybe I can help you pass two minutes, whatever. But uh, I was like, I, I got to ask you a question. And I said, what do you think about Jess Franco? <laughs> and the reason I asked that was because I feel like he gets asked a lot of like, you you know, like probably like normal, regular ass questions all the time. Like people are probably like, what's your favorite Cronenberg film? And he probably gives the same answer all the time. Or what was it like working on Casino, which was asked at the Q&A later. Um, 
So I asked him about Jess Franco, Jared, because I was like, I wonder if this guy, like, uh, I was like, I wonder if he's got an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he said, you know, I should like Jess Franco. Should. But I'm not, I'm not a huge Jess Franco guy. He said, I never really got into his stuff. And he's like, but it, he's like, I should like it. It fits up with, uh, with my thing. He's like, I just, I just never did. And I went, okay, cool. And he's like, why are you asking about Jess Franco? <laughs> and, uh, I said, well, I, like, you know what I should have did? Uh, if he comes back, we'll do this. We should make a, a little creeps bow low tie or something, uh, oh, for press. Uh, I said, well, I was like, me and my buddy do a podcast. I said, like everyone else. And I said, he talks about Jess Frank all the time. And we always do like horror specials. And I said, uh, we d- we've done like Fred Olin Ray, all his films and Roger Corman. And, and he was like, when I said Fred Olin Ray, he's like, it's like, that's a lot of movies, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it we, was a lot of movies. We, we, we didn't get through them all. Yeah. Well, I said, I was like, uh, I was like, we got like 80% of them. He's like, that's still a lot. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't even think we got through 80 yeah, well, there, 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 there's a there's a big back end to uh, there's a big back end. Yeah, but we didn't even, like it's like uh, we saw the best of the best and then leave yeah. well enough alone. Yeah, which I think is fine. Uh, but uh, but then I can't remember what I said. I said that and then I was like, yeah, I was just curious about Jess Franco and I was like all his uh, lesbian vampire movies and stuff like that. If you were interested, uh, he was like, he's like, you know, I. Uh, He's like, I just uh, never got into it as much as I probably should have. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, thanks for your time. That's such a political answer. It's very good. Yep. Yeah, it was. I said, thank you for your time. And I walked back in and then I saw he was just standing at the back of the Globe Theater watching the movie up at the top, which was neat. Uh, And then uh, after there was a QA, and a and there were a few questions like someone asked um, about Casino and then someone asked like, uh, I don't know, just kind of like general stuff like... um, it's like, who's your favorite, like, unknown filmmaker? Like, what kind of, uh, what did someone else ask? Just general questions, like the things you'd expect. They were pretty decent questions. Uh, but I asked a second question, Jared. Oh. And it was actually, it was Andy's question. Andy nudged me and she went, you should ask him what he thinks about Silo. And I went, oh. Silo. 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 So uh, I uh, raised my hand and said, Joe Bob. I said, thanks for coming, bud. Uh, I did say that too. I said, thanks for coming, bud. Uh, I said, quick question. Solo. 120 days of Sodom. I said, good or bad? Uh, and people kind of laughed and he went, he went, say, he went, say low, huh? He went, uh, very bad, good. <laughs> and then he, he went, that's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. He said, but there is a copy of Caligula in this building. He said, we could maybe dig that out and uh, throw that on. Yeah. And, uh, and then people laugh too, but uh, very bad, good, mm-hmm. or is very good bad. It was something like that. I can't remember. Andrea recorded it, so she's got it. There you go. But uh, I, I I asked about Jess Franco and I asked about Celo. The things that really like have stuck with you mm-hmm. after six years of podcasting. These are the well, things that have stuck to your bones. I mean, I could have asked him something like, like I said, more general, but I was like, I was like, I feel like he doesn't get asked these kind, or maybe he does, but I've never heard him talk about these things. So yeah, anyways, who knows? Who knows? He was cool. He was a a very nice guy. Happy to report some people. um, You meet people, big personalities, and sometimes they're not the way you want them to be, but uh, he was super friendly and uh, I recommend checking him out. There you go.
is what I say. There you go, folks. Check them out. Check them out. When he when comes through your town. I mean, I would. It's, I, I think it's genuinely worth it. Like, uh, I think... Um, He's fun to see, and he, he's a he's he's a, he's getting a little slower, but his mind is still there. So, anyways, and then uh, we're talking about creeping, hey? Do you did you watch any movies? Because I have other things. Uh, I no, I've just been kind of uh, making my Preparing. way through uh, X Files. Ooh, any uh, standouts? What about uh, did you hit the Brad Dourif episode yet? I have. Um, that just it feels so redundant, considering it's like well, this this was his his thing. He was being the uh, uh, the Hannibal Lecter guy, because that's yeah. like because that's between uh, Exorcist three, X Files, and X Files. It's like kind of the same thing, but and it's then different. Voyager. Yeah, oh, yeah. Why? Um, well, then there's Voyager too. It's like that's his. That was his. Uh, uh, kind of typecasting. He's like, oh, he's mm-hmm. a he's a creepy weird guy. And in Millennium, there you go. That's... Yeah, X Files was first though. Out of well, all the, out of Millennium and Voyager. Yeah, Vexorcist 3. They kept going yes. to, hey, Brad Dourif, we need you. You're ch- hey, ch- it's Chucky. <laughs> it's the voice of Chucky. He's crazy. I don't he know. He is. That episode's I, cool. I like that one. It's fine. I don't know. I'm not in, like, again, season one is it's tough for me. There's yeah. I, And I, there's only five Mythos episodes. Mm. Did you but, hit the Tombs one? We you not, No, I, I haven't got to Tombs Part 2 yet. That's coming up. Okay. That's a good But uh, there's fire where you get to spend time with Mulder's ex-girlfriend, Phoebe Green, for one episode. Who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah, that's uh, with the uh, the pyro guy. The, oh, yeah. The episode stinks. Yeah. Um, and that's followed by with the episode where like the people rob the bank, and then they both get shot. But so does the FBI agent, who's also one of Scully's exes. And then oh, God. Their, their mind switch. Or something. <sighs> oh, it's a Lazarus is that. the episode too. Oh, that episode, I I don't know these episodes. Those episodes are just like whatever. Stinkers. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that kind of shit. Give me cigarette smoking, man. Ooh. Well, I mean, after you get through season one, season two to five is pretty premium. So. Yeah. You're you're in for good stuff. Uh, apparently. You are. You are. You are. I, I loved it when I was when I was on when I was younger, but. I've tried watching season one before, and it's it's uh, tough. And then there's that episode with like the the face on the moon, with Ed, and Ed Lauder is like the guy who works for NASA. It's awesome. That I love it. That episode's so bad. It yeah. makes no sense. It the idea tie, is funny, and it doesn't tie into anything else. And like then you just mm-hmm. like then you have Mulder and Scully both looking at a guy's his face is distorting. <laughs> and you're like, well, that seems pretty definitive. And then mm-hmm. nothing, but nothing, there's no payoff to it. The paramedic apparently didn't see it happen. And then there's like, yeah, that, it's like, no, let's put it back in the box. We'll, we won't address this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way it's going to be, right? Not good. Not great. I know. So that's I about know. it, though. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I did watch other stuff. I actually watched quite a bit. What? Uh, I, yeah, I watched, uh, I know you have been dying to hear about Hustle, the movie Sugarhead brought up the other day, the uh, new Adam Sandler pick dying to know yeah it's uh it's an nba pick it's kind of like he got game where uh adam sandler's a nba scout uh and yeah there's a lot of real basketball players in this um it uh it hits all of the beats of uh the sports movie that you'd uh 
you know, like, you know what, you know what's going to happen in this movie before you watch it. But uh, I thought it was uh, entertaining. I liked watching it. I uh, I liked the Sandman doing the the stuff that he likes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's what that's what friends call him. Oh, uh, hey, that, which kind of reminds me, did you ever watch the Sandman trailer for the Netflix show? Uh, I saw some stills of it, and I went. I I don't think Neil Gaiman translates well. No, I I agree. I don't think Neil Gaiman translates well at all. Like Coraline, I think was the one anomaly. But, and uh, yeah, but I mean, visually, it looks so much like yeah. a comic or graphic novel the, or the Sandman material stuff. Does no uh, Coraline, but yeah, Coraline, Sandman. Yeah. It's like I think one of the things that the guy they have playing Morpheus. It's like I don't know. He's just this. He's like, very an, jagged. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like no. He should be. And but the one thing people point out too is like, well, he should have black eyes. Like he should have the space eyes. Yeah, and, he and, should. And uh, but no, he's like a guy. He's got pupils. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I I don't think it. There's a few Neil Gaiman stories. Like, there's that one, um, one of his newer ones, The Ocean at the End of the Lane or something. That would be fine as a movie because that's just about, like, kids. But, like, Sandman, I think, is, um, I think Sandman's a tough sell, especially when they get into, like, the mythology stuff with, like, uh, like his son and, like, the things that eventually happen in that story. Like, I don't think that's going to play right. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I see that show. It would be cool if it was really good, but I'd say that's a one-seasoner. <laughs> yeah, one and like, done. It won't, it won't make back its uh, its money, and it'll be like, or the views won't be good. Yeah, I'd though, be though pleasantly I, surprised if it it did, but I, I feel like that's a one season, and then they go, ah, we're gonna pass on yeah, continuing. Yeah, we'll give this to someone else. Yeah, yeah, is my guess. But uh, so, anyways, yeah, hustle. It's pretty good stuff, Jared. Pretty good, or not even not pretty good stuff. It's it's decent uh, show. Your buddy Ben Foster's in there as a bad guy. You remember uh, you Comanche? Yeah. Yeah, he's in there. Uh, and then I watched, uh, I, I finished the circuit on the jackasses. Ah. So I, uh, I, did, uh, I did Jackass 2 and then 2.5 and then 3, 3.5. And then I even did the um, the little half an hour tribute to Ryan Dunn, that, which is available on YouTube. Oh. I just got to do the bad grandpa stuff, which is coming up. Uh, so very quickly for number two. Um, I just made, I didn't comment on all of them, but I just made a couple things. Um, the, uh, when Steve-O does the fish hook, that is not good. (laughs) That is not a good stunt. I was, I was watching it and I went, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, I don't like this Yeah, that that, Yeah, well, that's just like full on like self-mutilation. And that was also the the dark time for Steve-O. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, When he was real, real into it. So, uh, yeah, I didn't like that at all. I was like, that is not good. And uh, the other one I didn't like at all was the leeches. I didn't like that Um, one. Yeah, I don't. At all. (laughs) Uh, For both of those, I was like, this is not my my kind of thing. Mm -mm, mm -mm." But here are the ones I did like, Jer. Beehive limo. Even though it's like uh, some bees probably got lost, and that's not good because we got to protect the bees. But uh, Beehive Limo is like <laughs> pretty good. Uh, medicine, uh, medicine ball, dodgeball when they're all in the room, like uh, and the lights are out, and they're just throwing medicine balls at each other. That one was really good. Uh, and then the Terror Taxi is uh, oh man, like the finisher for the movie. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> Because, and I'm with him where he, he's like, did you have to do the pubes thing too? He's like, it's already <laughs> enough. And I was like, I agree, Danger Aaron. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I agree with you. The, his, the his, pubes was his, a little his, too much. His teeth. 
his teeth. Man, that guy is like, they put him through so much shit, yeah. especially in like the fourth movie. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, and then I don't even remember 2.5. I didn't make any notes well, on 2. it. Well, so. 2.5, all I remember is the Mike Judge showing up and, mm-hmm. and, and the powdered fart. And they're trying to do it with the uh, the the thing you use with a fireplace, yeah, the, the air pump. It just it's just like so absurd. It's just so ridiculous. The amount of effort of all these all yeah. these people, like you know, mm-hmm. 25, 30 people of your crew and all these people just standing around waiting to do this, and you're just like, yeah, there it is. We're trying to get it to work, and then vomiting, and it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. good. I think Mike Judge says something too. He's like, I kind of regretted being a part of it as it was going on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I feel like you would. Yep. Um, so then I watched, uh, three yep. and, uh, I think three is the weak point in the front in the series. Hmm. So there's a couple things in three. I liked, uh, three is all really music based. So there's a lot of like, uh, like skits they do based on songs, like the electric Avenue where they play electric Avenue. And then it's, that's one I actually liked where it was like tasers and like cattle prods like floating through a hallway and they had to like walk through it. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was good. Uh, Another one I liked a lot was um, the duck hunt uh, thing where it's like, you know, those big like blob things where one guy's on one side and two people jump on the other and you like fly up and then they were like paintballing them. I thought that was really good. I was like, I like that. I like that. Uh, Some things I didn't like in three, the sweat cocktail. Oh man. That's so good. That's, that's legendary legendary i i know but like that's one of those ones where i was like oh my god uh another one i <laughs> uh one that i actually just felt bad for was like preston puts an apple in his butt and then like a pig comes and yeah. i was like i was like i don't know dude uh i was like i don't know about that but uh three was the one i was kind of like i actually those that's all i m- made notes of so th- there's still good ones in there but three i was kind of like i was like i think this is the weak spot for me it's still hmm. good but uh, I think out of one, two, and four, three is probably a little bit lower. Uh, and then I watched 3.5. A uh, couple really bad ones in here. Uh, the turtle uh, tied to a stick. I was like, that's pretty bad. Uh, the woodpecker with Chris oh. Pontius. I was like, that's not great. <laughs> uh, long jump enemas. I thought that one was real real bad <laughs> just because i was like oh god um what the guy who has to eat chips with the chopsticks yes i was eating chips with my chopsticks as as and the, like and these, dudes are, these dudes are doing long jump enemas and you're like mm, uh pass pass upon this i i had to look down for a moment i went uh, but two that I really liked that I actually thought should have been in the movie yep. uh, was um, I like the one where it's the the big thing to get him in the middle. Like it was like a human bowling pins, but they lubed it all up so they couldn't walk. And then uh, Johnny Knoxville comes with uh, the little drone with paintball guns oh, on it and they can't escape. Yeah, I, I thought that was good. I was like, you should have left that in. Um, and then one that I actually really liked was um, they're in that room and they all have uh, they have all those like. Um, Diet Coke, like two liters with Mentos attached to them, and they pop it down, and then they throw the bottles down, and they were like blasting and hitting each other. I thought that one was really good too. I was like, you guys should have left that in. It was funny. It was good. It was good, Jerry. It's good. 
And then I watched uh, the tribute to Ryan Dunn. Yeah. Because I, I never actually knew what happened to that guy. So mm. it was... um Yeah, the horrific... Yeah. Um, it was good. I mean, it's good to watch it at the end of this because uh, they're... You're somewhat like I, I was a little bit more uh, familiar with him, like through the end of all this, you know, and I was like, oh, it's nice to see see him in here. He, he always did good stunts that I like uh, all the cast talk about how stinky he was because he just didn't bathe. So like he talks about like when he like jumped into that septic tank or something, he says he didn't shower for like a week after. Oh. And it's just like, what? So the cameraman starts puking, and it's that cameraman that always starts puking, but he's just puking at the idea of this. Like, he, Ryan Dunn's just telling the story, and he, mm-hmm. he starts, like, puking. And then uh, they showed some clips from CKY, and I was like, hey, I've actually seen this stuff. And I, I realized I, I used to watch some of that, too. Oh, back yeah. In That's, well, early, it, was, early it, was, days. it was interchangeable, though, with yes, Jackass, because we you were starved for this content back in the yeah. back when. Uh, it was nice to see Phil again. <laughs> It was nice. To, see, I really like Phil and I like April, but I having gone through them all again now, I got to say something. When I was younger, I, I, I liked Bam Margera, mm-hmm. but I think Bam Margera is not a good dude. And I don't he's got good ideas for the show, but I think he is a uh, I don't think he. he he's like he doesn't fit with those guys and for a, a few reasons. And here here's why. Because he is like the shittiest of them where he will do like the worst kind of extra pranks to each other and everyone will laugh and they'll be like, oh, you got us, Bam. And it's like all good. But as soon as they do one to him, he loses it and he absolutely freaks out. And it's like so he can dish it, but he can't take it. And I was like, but he's the only one like that. Do you know what I mean? Like he he, he, sp- he spazzes. OK, I was just thinking, OK, what, which one's with the giant hand? Which is that three? Uh, I think that's uh. Cause got that the, might be three. Cause it's yeah, because they, they had yeah, the, the new cameras with oh the hand. Yeah, the, the hand is really the good. intensity and speed of it. Uh, <laughs> the the giant hand is really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyways, I just uh my my observations about Bam. I was kind of like, hmm. It's like this guy. Well, because well, aren't there aren't they doing the thing though? Because it's like he's uh, terrified of snakes, and then they're like, yeah, and they throw him in the snake pit. <laughs> yeah, well, because he's running around doing the rocky bit in three as well yeah which is very funny to me that that one is also good yeah the, <laughs> the little water with the <laughs> that one is good yeah and and that's what i mean like i like uh i like bam's got a lot of really good um uh like ideas for stuff and they were showing how he like draws like um the the things that he wants to do he had lots of really good ideas i think he's just sometimes he yeah it's a little shit but you gotta think about too. the type of person that this this uh thing attracts i i they're, they're, i'm it goes to the territory but i think he has like i think he has a mind for jack astory and so yes, and i does. and i do think that uh there, there whatever was missing from four in terms of like yeah. inventiveness is probably cause, well, because well and who even knows if like you know 10 years after the fact he would have been able to be as good as he once was in terms of like ambitious like yeah like thing you've never seen before and coming up with something you're like wow that's that that that's fresh that's yeah. fresh i i agree with i agree but yeah I, I love i mean yeah he does have good ideas and his parents are always a pleasure to see three also has um like super gluing each other to each other's bodies and oh, they super yeah. glue wee man to phil mm-hmm. like it's like on his chest or something and like watching that you're like oh god 
you're like, why? Uh, and then another thing I noticed is uh, I think that the director, Jeff Tremaine, I yep. think he is a genuine bad dude <laughs> is what is what I have. Uh, that's not my my pick on this, because like he'll talk about stuff like he'll be like how I convinced the guy to do the stunt. And you're just like, ooh, you're like, that's hey, greasy. You know what, though? That's uh, sometimes that's that's what the guy's got to do. That's his job. I know. He's got, I know. He's got to get the shot. Yeah, make him do it over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware, and that—that's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I see, I see. The the tap dancing, the electrified tap dancing in three, right? Oh, uh, (laughs) ah, yeah. It's very no, no. I think that's in two. Is that in two? Okay. I think it's in two actually. There's there's a few like when I think of some of them, and I think so. I think one of the early stunts in Forever is the, um, it's like the contest versus like um, it's like a quiz show. And if you don't get oh, it, you just four. that's in yeah. four. Yeah, you just get hit in the dick. Yeah, that uh, one's good. And even if you get it right, you might hit the wrong switch. <laughs> Someone's only being answered. They're just gonna get hit anyway. Yep. Yeah, that's, that that's one was good. Very good. See, I like stuff like that. And I can't. Remember, I think it's in four point five. The um, the blindfold race. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. Like uh, where they they put all the stuff there and four's also got the, uh, the co the silence of the lambs one. I think that's one of my favorite ones in all of the movies with the rattlesnake the, the, and the, the one that psychologically scarred Dave the most. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. And watching these two, I, uh, I, Dave, uh, oh, I was going to say, uh, Aaron, you feel for Dave. It was funny. They were talking about when he gets really drunk and he turns into Darth. Oh. And he's just like uh, a guy that everyone hates, and they show footage of him like drunk, and uh, <laughs> and, and then they like punish him for it with oh, stunts. He kept having to do the thing with the horses, the horse, and yeah. Then he just keeps falling into like the <laughs> what do they put it like the hard part of the ground? Yeah, <laughs> it's like yes, yeah, just keeps good. falling. Mm-hmm. Uh, three or I think it's three point five has um the fire gauntlet with steve-o which was like oh yeah that one was not because they put down the steel plates so that the concrete doesn't crack and he falls on it and he's he's just in a frying pan and he has like <laughs> huge burns on his body and you're just like it's like why didn't you do it on like grass or something and he goes ah yeah i'm in a better place now <laughs> well yeah and uh, i think johnny knoxville is like uh, on a pain scale what would you do and he's like he's like a normal person would ask for um uh, painkillers right now and johnny knoxville laughs and he says he says um something like he's like yeah you can't you're you've you've passed your quote on that or he's like you're not allowed that anymore some i don't know something like that yeah i think uh 3.5 or 2.5 also has a uh, when they when bam and ryan dunn switch out johnny knoxville's uh <laughs> um motion <laughs> with the horse stuff which is real gross <laughs> For months, and then of course they reveal it because they're like yeah. Knoxville's hard to pull uh, stuff off on. Yeah, and it took it took months of planning, and he's like <laughs> laughing. I'm using it every day. <laughs> you're like, huh. he, he's like, I noticed it was weird, and you're like, yeah. uh-huh. it's really runny lately or stringy. Stringy, <laughs> and you go, oh yeah. boy. And I also like how much Spike Jones is in these. It's just fun to see him, you mm-hmm. know. I like that he fits in with these guys. That's right. He's a so uh, a little prankster. Yeah. So uh, good times with the uh, the Jackass boys. So I, I have. Did you ever watch the Bad Grandpa movie? 
I did. You did? Yeah. Uh, yeah we, what about we're... Bad Grandpa Point Five? I uh, never watched Point Five. Okay. Well, maybe after uh, our next Patreon adventure, I'll I'll do those two. Okay. We'll see. Those are the only two I got. I got. I haven't seen either. Hey, it's got heart. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm sure it's got something. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's nothing to write home about, but yeah, it's that's fine. Um, yeah. yeah, cool. I'm glad you mm-hmm. you've taken the jackass plunge. It's worth doing every ten years, I'd say. Yep. Yeah. And you'll go, have I grown up at all? And you watch mm-hmm. it and you laugh and go, no. You go, no. Like uh, some of the best bits too are the really quick ones where it's like shopping cart with like the hydro or with like the NOS like thing. And it's like, Ching! and like shooting into like <laughs> yeah. lakes. And it, it's just like, it's so fast and it's just over. And you're just like, oh yeah, you're like beautiful. <laughs> or any anytime Johnny Knoxville's in like a ring with a bull and you're just like, why is he doing this? Because he's always like this close to being completely fucking murdered. Well, and then four, he gets fucked up pretty good. Oh yeah. Every every one of them, every time he's in a ring with a bull, he gets like smoke. You can tell he's about that close to dying, and you're yeah. just like, why? <laughs> but yeah, maturity, Mat- jackass, maturity, um, farts, fantastic, outstanding. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, got any news to talk about? Nah, nah what? We, I mean, one thing I wanted to mention because I thought this was very funny. Uh, this is spoiler territory, though. Uh oh. And it's also for a show that you might watch, and that I have Uh-oh. never watched, but I've seen stories. So this is a this could be upsetting to somebody who's like, I haven't gotten to that yet. My life's what is ruined. It? Well, it's in regards to Obi Wan, RJ. Oh, uh, what do you mean by spoilery? Uh, well, it's just it's about appearances. Uh, I mean, you can tell me. I don't care. Yeah, all right. So for anyone uh, else, a couple tell minutes. Tell people a bumper. Yeah. A, a couple of minutes. So are are you aware of the appearance of an actor whose character is dead? I mean, I saw a lot of Liam Neeson gifts yeah. or uh, pictures. Yeah. Like, uh, so, it's hard to avoid. Like, Well, yeah, exactly. This, I, I honestly didn't know this until a couple of days ago because I just forgot all yeah. about it. But. Um, but Liam Neeson, who at one point had been like, I'll never do that again. Like, you know, yeah. way back when they're like, oh, I don't want, I, he didn't give a shit. But yeah. I mean, that was before Taken and him doing like every, like, I don't know, fight dad movie there's ever Daddy been could. ever since. Yeah. And like just pay, making money, uh, hand over fist. Well, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, he is not above being fucking Qui-Gon Jinn again now. Like he, he's, he's I, gotta be beyond this. I mean, every actor... Mm-hmm. has done this and there's like there used to be the um, kind of this stigma about being a tv actor and not like, anymore and he's like no, i'm not going yeah. to ever do that yeah because i believe, I, I paycheck, believe there's even right? quote, i'm a bit of a snob when it comes to tv i must admit i just like the big screen you know it's and like, well, uh until you need money and then of course well no his justification was well i didn't want anyone else playing qui-gon jinn and collecting sure. money, and then in parentheses, and getting my money. And getting my money, I, sure. Yeah, right? It's like, what does he have to do? He just shows up, no, it, the fans will love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, was that a, was that well-received or poorly received? I, well, in the words of some people that come to the store, Obi-Woke Kenobi um, was a disaster, unmitigated disaster. Sure. A complete failure. Yeah, they all sure. love they all love Mandalorian. They hate Book of Boba Fett, and they they, they don't like Obi Wan. 
sure, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's all the same shit, right? Like, I, I'll watch it, and I'm sure I'll go, ah, oh, some stuff I liked, some stuff I didn't. And I'll say, at the end of the day, I probably won't care very much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Liam Neeson was in Atlanta, season three, the Donald Glover show, playing himself. Son of a bitch. Talking about that time uh, he was... Uh, the trouble he got into about uh, that friend of his and what he said he'd like to do to people that did a thing to a friend of his. Do you know the story I'm talking about? I don't recall it. I don't think. I'll tell you, uh, it's public knowledge, but uh, I won't mention it just in case he's listening. Okay. Yeah. Good. He's on there. So there All you right. go. All right. Well, cool. cool. Shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was My only news was <laughs> actor likes to make money. Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's Obi-Wan. Well, Qui-Gon. I saw, I saw a thing. I saw a thing that was like fucking everywhere for like two days. It's like Obi-Wan show was originally going to be three movies. Obi-Wan show was originally going to be three movies. And it's like, well, it fucking isn't. Why is this news? Like, I, I can't stand that stuff where it's like canceled a movie or like canceled like script that was rejected. And it's like it didn't happen for a reason. Why are we talking about this? Well, because they need content. Yeah, I know they need content, but... And there's another Star Wars show coming out, too. Anders or something like that. There's, like, six coming out. Like, there's, a, I think, like, one is led by, like, Jude Law or Guy Pierce, and it's, like, about mechanics or something. <laughs> I, I Yippee! Yippee! <laughs> Let me see. I'll, I'll find it for you. It's, uh... <laughs> I want prestige Jar Jar. Come on. Okay, what is it? Uh, like it is, it's it's honestly, I think it's about like a mechanic or something like that, and it's it's one of those guys. Uh, is one of the Safty brothers in Obi Wan? Uh, that sounds like it probably uh, is something. Uh, so there's a show called it's, called it's called there's a show called Andor. Oh, there's something called mm. Skeleton Crew. That's the one. Yeah. What is that one about? Um, in February 2022, Production Weekly revealed the existence of an upcoming untitled Star Wars series that was using the working title Grammar Rodeo. It was later reported okay. that John Watts was being considered to direct at least one episode of the series, along with Favreau as an executive producer. Casting was set to include four teenage actors and one 30- to 40-year-old actor as its series regulars. Filming was set to begin as early as June 2022 and last until December 2022 at Manhattan Beach Studios with a formal announcement planned for the series at Star Wars Celebration in May 2022. In May 2022, it was further revealed that the series was being created and written by Christopher Ford, who would also oh, wow. executive produce with Watts. The series Huge. would be set after the events of Return of the Jedi and was being described as a galactic version of classic Amblin coming-of-age adventure films of the 80s. At Star Huge. Wars Celebration, it was revealed that the series was titled Skeleton Crew and that it would star Jude Law. It is set to be released in 2023. Huge. You think it's about mechanics? Uh, skeleton crews. There's going to be an Asuka show. Andor. It's set five years before the events of Rogue One during the formative years of the Rebellion. You remember Rogue One? Uh, yeah, I remember Rogue One. People don't really talk about that too much anymore. Well, because everyone hates Star Wars now. 
Well, it's because it's Star Woke. Yep. Do you see what I did there? I I heard what you did there, yeah. Yeah. You saw. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll watch it eventually. Um, yep. I don't know when, but eventually. Eventually. There you go. Yep. There you go. Yep. Uh, we got a movie to talk about. We do? Yep. So, after the break... Um, uh, Papa, Papa wants us to get married, RJ. Bad? Does he want it? Well, if you, if we don't, he's gonna kill both of us. What? Papa, Papa wants what he wants. Which Papa? Papa. This is the Criterion Cruise Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Seduced and Abandoned from 1964, directed by Pietro Germe. Remember, remember him, RJ? Who? Remember Pietro? He's, is he uh, married or divorced? Italian style, one style. way or another. <coughs> okay. And no tagline for the film, impossibly. What? I know. It's a comedy. Hmm. But a synopsis. Okay. The film presents the tale of Agnes Ascalone, daughter of prominent miner uh, Vincenzo Ascalone, and takes place in a small town in Sicily. Uh, Agnes is seduced by her sister Matilda's fiancé and has a a tryst with him, for which she confesses and tries to repent, only to be discovered by her mother and father. The film is a dark Mm. satire of Sicilian social customs and honor laws and is very similar to divorce Italian style. That's in the synopsis? Yup. What if you didn't know what divorce Italian style was? You better go look it up. Damn. No. Damn, okay. Shit. Well, I I also want to ask RJ. uh, Yeah. Do you agree with Letterboxd reviewer Topi Borg? who gave this five stars and wrote, I laughed beyond enough. You win, movie. Uh, what? It, could you clarify what beyond enough means? I, I don't know. You what have, does that mean, Jared? You have to clarify with Topi. They're from Finland. So. Well, who isn't from Finland nowadays? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> that, that made sense, right? 
No. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, no, I don't. I I can't say that I agree. I wasn't laughing enough. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So. Uh, yeah. So the thing that has always put this movie on my radar, which I've never seen before, is the mm-hmm. uh, really nice Mike Allred DVD cover for this. So I don't know if I'm you. You said that earlier, but I don't know if uh, look it up. I didn't. Seduced and abandoned Criterion. Seduced and yep. abandoned. Yeah, because I know Mike Allred. You know that guy. I like Mike Rall. I like Mike Allred. Are you a big uh, what's it? Well, Madman? but it's fitting because uh, it was uh, oh, Jaime Hernandez did the uh, cover for uh, Divorce Italian Style. How come those two dudes? Cartoonist? What is their connection? Yeah, well, I, I mean, know, what's their connection to this Italian director? Nothing. Nothing? No. They just want to spice it up a bit? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. I like it. I like that they really, uh, Mike Allred really captures the sweatiness of, uh, he does. of the father. Well, I think Italians in general are known to have a sweat. And that's not like a, a slight or anything. I just... I think that's a real thing that people I mean, acknowledge. But I, I do have some questions about this. Um, what's going on here, Mike, with this this red um, <laughs> uh, bullseye emanating <laughs> from the mind of the father? And he's got the, the I guess, our protagonists, mm. uh, his daughter and um, her lover. <laughs> uh, I don't... And yeah. uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on with that. But I like those. I like those drawings. I like seeing those Mike Allred uh, inks. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I like Mike Allred as well. But uh, I think the bullseye represents like. Um, it's on his mind. Uh, yeah. It's on his mind, Jared. Yeah, it's like, or is it uh, like Daredevil's uh, uh, radar vision? Well, I think uh, the dad has a radar for uh, like virginity. Yeah, and it's uh, a and penance sleeping on a bed of rocks. Oh, you got to do penance, Jared. You got to do penance. So yeah, uh, went into this not really knowing too much about it, knowing that it's uh, from the man who brought us divorce, Italian style. Knowing like ah, this will (laughs) probably be like fine. This will be a fine movie. Uh, And beyond that, I just went in blind. Cool. It's got As a, did I. So it's got a real jaunty opening, though, with a, a with a song about what you're going to see. Uh, how did you feel about that? Because I was watching it, and like at first, it it doesn't mention stuff, but then it starts talking about things that you're like, "This is really specific." Very specific. Say, is this is this about the movie? It's like the it's like a Greek chorus, but Sicilian. Which style? Sorry, could you repeat? <laughs> Greek chorus. Oh, okay. And uh, Italian or yeah. Greek? Uh, uh, Italian. Italian? Okay. Yeah, an Italian yeah. chorus. And yep. um, so on that note, I wrote, so uh, Italians, eh? Because <laughs> so, this movie, mm-hmm. boy, Petro, Petro does not do uh, his people well. He, he, does, he does them pretty hard. Would but, you say but, that but, but, is... no, but no harder than the, the, the a thorough line of Italian cinema in the Criterion Collection. I Yeah, I, I feel like this guy's not even to blame for this. I feel like it's just Italy in general. They made this mess themselves. But then Criterion also for um, 
emphasizing how much they like these things. They like it. I see. Yeah. Well, I mean, how how many movies of these have we seen so far? Of, of these what? Italian picks, but, that, ma- uh, many. There's lots. There's a lot of Italian cinema. Not just Italian picks, but uh, um, the Criterion Italian ones, where uh, things happen in these movies of questionable nature. Right. Yeah, what, what, quite a few. What, what are some quotes we get from characters? Oh, do you want me to read some of the pictures I took? Yeah, please. Okay. Well, there was one I posted out today. Uh, About loads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because a real man... Oh, sorry. Quote. This isn't my opinion. This is a quote from the movie. Quote. Because a real man shoots a load at least once a day. End quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had, um, what was it? This is Sicily. No could mean yes. And, uh, that, wow. uh, that, I think that, uh, says it all. Hey, Jared, that's, uh, Italy in a nutshell. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Any, uh, was there any standouts for you quote wise? Oh, I think, uh, I think the one about the no can mean yes, uh, kind of wins mm-hmm. the, the the pool. Yeah, it's uh, Italy, Jared. It's a uh, it's a different place. Mm-hmm. They do a different thing there in Italy. Yeah, they have a different rules. Different rules. But the women. So this movie is set in a small Sicilian town. Sure. Um, which I've I've kind of mentioned before. It always kind of these this stuff always reminds me of a Hernandez comic. Uh, from like little uh, rockets yeah. or something like that. Um, this one's got I don't know. There's a really nice editing and rhythm to this opening where of uh, it's just like the 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 mother and the daughter just like walking along, mm-hmm. and uh, I was kind of like, oh, that's really well done. But it's, but it's not fancy. There's no bells and whistles to it. Yeah. It's just yeah, like I... plain straight up storytelling, and uh, that's about it. That's all you need sometimes. You need donkeys and streets. Like Be- which kind of donkey? Like regular donkeys, like Alhazar, Balthazar, Balthazar donkey. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, yep. But you know, you know what you also need though. What's that? Sweaty, horny dudes. Which kinds? Italians. Wow, I mean any kind. But I mean, okay. this is a movie set in Ital- Italy for Italians, but for an international market. Ah, so wait, 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 wait. This was supposed to be international. The, the uh, did they know that other cultures might not do have the same practices well, divorce italian style was a hit mm-hmm. it was a big hit and this pro- well, prompted that's, that's uh, story, pa- this this uh prompted Pedro to make more comedies that were uh really uh you know. putting putting italian law in like these like honor <laughs> these honor codes of theirs really on okay. blast he's not a fan he, he's making fun sure. of uh, italy and saying what mm-hmm. a what a bunch of garbage people we are <laughs> How did how was this received? In oh well, Italy? they said it's a bit. It's too much. It's, it's... They said this is way too overboard. We only kidnap uh, women and force them marry sometimes. Not too much. <laughs> That's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, we get uh-huh. our um our our sweaty horny man. Sure. He he, sure. Com- he comes along and he's making eyes. He's all the bees of sweat. That mustache, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Oh, I need this. I need this woman in my life. I can't, I need to have her." And she's like, I "Must have." And she's like, "No, we can't. No, no." But then she's yes. Well, 
and then she confesses. Mm-hmm. She confesses this this indiscretion to the to the, the Catholic priest uh-huh. in confession, and she's like, "Hey, yeah, you know, you yeah, you wanted it. You you, uh... you only felt bad about it afterwards." And then he says nasty things about her. Yeah, there's a bit of that going around. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> just a bit. Just a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get introduced to Bad Dad at lunch. <laughs> and uh, Vi- Vincenzo. Don Vincenzo. Yeah, he's got what a, about Don he, Vincenzo. He has a, he has a quarry <laughs> in a family, and he wants to marry. But he's like, so this is like kind of speaks to the uh, like. One of the ongoing gags, I guess, of the movie is that he everybody knows a guy. They know somebody who's like a member yeah. because they know the only way to get things done is you got to know a guy. Even you if that guy. you, you, you got to know a baron, <laughs> you got you got to yep. know some sort of a a lawyer or a judge, and they'll pull some strings. You'll get what you want because mm-hmm. it's just uh, everything's corrupt in the, in this place, and that's just the way it is. Some yeah, people, some people prefer it that way. Some yeah. would you? So Would you it's, like it's, that? it's at this point we find out the dynamics that are involved. Um, that uh, this guy, this sweaty horny guy, isn't just any sweaty horny guy. He is in fact um, a suitor for one of this um, uh, and Agnes's sisters. And yeah, you're like, but, oh yeah. man! And his sister doesn't know anything about this going on. She's all uh, making fluttery eyes and really into this guy. This guy's like very like avoidant. So I just want anything to do with her. Uh, it dismisses her advances. He's like, I'm too busy studying. I'm trying to be a doctor. And of course, hence, this is the value to, uh, uh, Vincenzo of this guy being like, Hey, he can be a doctor. Hey, he, he can get us out of the squalor. We, we've got a long family name in this community. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you gotta make your connections. You're basically, you're treating your family like livestock. Honor it's very, and family. It's very old world. I mean, a lot of people still practice such Th- things. This is true. This is very true. Yeah. I mean, Jared once asked me if I want to do a podcast, and he said, it's going to be great for the family. He said, you need to do this. Yeah. And uh, a lot of um, a lot of sweating in that meeting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit, but that's from both of us. Yeah, I should I should state there. I mean, there was horniness as well, but it had nothing to do with anything in that room per se. No, but I mean, yeah, you know. Um. So there's some chocolates on offer. Yep. And th- those get swatted away. This this sets mm-hmm. off Papa. Well, he says, uh, "Pick pick them up." Yeah. Get her the chocolates. Go back to your room. Yeah, go back to your room. And then he often tells her never to come back out. Never come uh, back. Even go to the bathroom. You can't even leave. Well, I mean. How, how, do you, how, how, do, how would you feel about that, RJ? I would have a similar lifestyle. Yeah. I can um, go to the bathroom. A man yells at you and tells you you can't leave here. Yeah, and then I, I just go to the bathroom and then back into my room. No, you can't leave the room, though, either. Oh well, that comes later. Yeah, that you, comes you, later. yeah, you just start, yeah, that's late, way later. But it, yeah, that's but it later. escalates. So um, one of the things that uh, old seduced and abandoned does is it addresses uh, hypocrisy uh, amongst the the men folk because um, well these everyone's going off to the hotel and mm-hmm. there's like kind of like some it's like a shindig and all the old the old Italian men they're holding court they're having a chat and then the um, you know, bodacious babes come along and they're like, oh, let me buy you a drink. 
What else happens with those bodacious babes, Jerp? Yeah, there's probably some, a little bit of banging. Uh, so was the impression, like, they mentioned that it's, like, the girls who come frequently. Is it, like, vacationers, yeah. or are they working girls? Uh, yeah, I felt that. I mean, I'm not 100% sure about that, but my the implication I felt was that there was an exchange of yeah. labor for uh, capital. Services? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what I thought, because Pepino... Pepino, he goes there and uh, but then gets found out and then he leaves yeah. and then he he's got lots of pent up. Uh, oh, he's so pent up, you know. And so, so he gets so he's sweaty. Oh yeah. D- Dad's going along. Dad knows what's knows what's going on. You know, they all know. Yeah. But you just don't want it to be your boy, you know. Well, but I it's mean, fine. yeah, it's anyone else's, but it's... but not your girl. Not, no, 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 not no, your no. kids. Come on. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. So I mean, by the end of the first half hour um the the fallout of the affair is kind of like threatening to be revealed as this is all going on and the parents are a little oblivious to all of it um but there's like there's a racking up of catholic guilt rj uh Mm -hmm. there's there's a sleeping on rocks there's Mm -hmm. like over abounding um like i gotta study but i can't stop thinking about her oh I i want i want even more of it yeah, well, it's uh, temptations, Jared. You got to fight through that, buddy. Mm-hmm. You got to fight through that. But then th- th- things start getting sussed out, and the truth comes out. Yep. And the truth will always set you free. And what, and what happens when the truth comes out? Shame. Vaginal examinations for all. Dwayne Wade style. You know uh, NBA professional Dwayne Wade, Jared? Nope. He got in some trouble. He, uh, he was taking his daughter to the doctor for uh, examinations people were a little grumpy about right. that right yeah 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 it's Dwayne Wade Jarrett just so you know he, yeah. he won a championship with yeah. the Miami Heat just just so you know old world old world and stuff yeah. well he I mean he would have fit in well in Italy I guess ah uh, yeah same, same practice yeah same, same practice so of course um, yeah because of course it's like well my this this daughter she might she might be pregnant she, she's not intact and, uh, yeah. And now uh, it's like my, all my daughters—they could—they could all be violated. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a genuine concern, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Lock- so, yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, so sweaty Papa, uh, he's yes. like—he's he, really being haunted. He's got like you know the uh, the bullseye radar emanating from his head, being all sweaty because it's a lot of sweat going on this year. Um, mm-hmm. And he's thinking about the possibilities of the identity of who this could be, or like what to do. Um, and of course, cause there's this, like, she's covering saying that, oh, it was a cop. Mm-hmm. It, it, she's, she's trying to like throw off the, cause this will obviously create some, um, a situation beyond the situation that they've already got that if the true identity of yeah. the perpetrator, uh, was, was to be known mm-hmm. that this, this would be no good. It'd be very, very bad. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so of course, coerced marriage is the solution uh, yeah yeah that's one way to look at it hey that's right but of course what? so yeah but this is like multi-level uh marketing stuff going on you gotta like cover all your bases for the uh for the perception in the community that everything's on the up and up in a in, well, a, in the land of gossip 
where everyone fucking knows everything. You gotta be really focused on like, oh no, we gotta we gotta cover, cover, you know, dot her eyes, cross her T's. Mm-hmm. Well, honor and family, Jarrett. That's all that matters, right? Oh, well, yeah, that's right. That's right. Honor, honor and family. family. R.I.P. Well, not yet. Not yet. Not for us yet. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we get um one of one of the, the highlights of the film, the suicidal Baron. Oh, I thought that was probably the best part as well. Like yeah. uh, the introduction of this character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and he's just like he's just doing it and you're like yeah i like this guy he looks like um you never you watched parks and rec right yeah some do you know councilman most... jam not really I'll, I'll find him for you but he looks just like this guy i love his lack of tooth oh i agree is it yeah is this, is this danger aaron danger aaron no. john glaser is the guy i'm thinking oh, of. oh gonna... you mean uh delocated de- de- john Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Doesn't he look like uh, the Baron? Uh, now that you say it, yeah, sure. Why not? If you look up a picture of him later, and, and you'll see, and uh, you'll no. go, yeah. No, I, no. Now that you've said it, uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's in Parks and Rec. He's Councilman Jam. Uh, so that's uh, where jam, I know him from. But jam, jam, jam. John Glazer. Yeah. Delocated, hey. Delocated. I've made you watch that, haven't I? No, you've mentioned it before, but oh. I don't think it's available on anything. Yeah. I'll check my uh, I'll check my source here, but yeah, uh, you, you, you yeah. continue. Yeah, that that is uh, some fine Deep. television. The first season is really really great. It looks like there was thirty episodes, so what, three seasons maybe. Yep, there's exactly three seasons. What's annoying is the first two seasons were on a DVD set, and then the third season just uh. like ne- never happened. Last I looked, not available on streaming services fuckers well oh oh it's on one the one that neither of us have yay <laughs> terrific terrific mm-hmm. anyways uh so so yes yeah, so we, we, we have awesome. the, yeah, the bear so he's gonna be like hey everything is going to shit for you but hey dude i got i got i got a sweet deal for you you can marry my daughter <laughs> mm-hmm. and of course oh, he's like that, well, uh, cool that sounds great man <laughs> if i got no money man <laughs> He sounds like that. He's Italian. And uh, you can get his tooth fixed. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, he, he says, I'll send you to the, the dentist. You to the Baron. You marry my daughter. Yeah. You bring a great honor. Uh, but yeah, it's, so to me, you know, Italy just seems like one big cliche of a country based on the cinema of these films. Based on this cinema. Yeah. And uh, a listener of the podcast who has mentioned before, they've been on the podcast, said that when their wife went to Italy, they didn't feel safe at all. Not even a little yeah. at any time. Yeah. Because of the men. So uh, cliches. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. You uh, were saying? Uh, yeah. So hijinks ensue. And there's there's mm-hmm. the, the, le- the legalese comes in. The, the you know... The, the town law enforcement about enforcing these things and possibly also, you know, in case I needed to kill somebody, uh, which of course, case. cause the, the, the son, um, he gets tapped to maybe, uh, kill this guy who's uh, interfered with his sister, but he, he just, he just can't do it. He's afraid of going to jail. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't quite have the stomach for it. Yeah. And so at that falls apart. Um, yes, yeah, so the law comes about. And of course it's like a, the matter of explaining, what really happened? Who mm-hmm. seduced who? Well, who do you think? 
who do you think? Well, the the the, the, there, the Sicilian sweat hog. There is a, there's a lot of conversations about uh, um, it's the men's right to pursue and it's oh, the woman's n- n- like need to deny. Yeah. So of course our uh, our, our our dude here he doesn't want to marry th- th- these. Uh, these uh spoiled goods <laughs> well he, he says if she so freely gave it up to me yeah. who's to say she won't freely give it up to other people he said i'm not yeah. gonna do it he's like he I, I think there's a line in here to quote he says it's my right to get a virgin at marriage why should yeah. i be denied that yeah. because See? of this uh and then he uses some some verbiage that i won't repeat so so, RJ, if we were to apply some of your thinking in previous films, you would say that because the director is depicting this, he must support it. Well, if he makes five other movies that are all also... He's, well, he's made... He's made two. He's made two. He's made two. That, that's that's twice the movies you've made. So, I mean... Yeah, that that is twice. It tells, you, it tells you exactly. See, here here's the difference, though, Jared. Whereas for the Romer picks, these ones are very clearly skewering satires Ooh. were the romer picks skewering or satires in any in any way um, or were they just fantasy <laughs> they, they were not fantasy well they were somebody's fantasy that was ron howard oh i see <laughs> uh no eric romer seems like a pervert where this guy it, um I'll 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 talk about it when I get there. Like this guy, I, I do think is genuinely trying to comment on it, but uh, yeah. uh, all all it really shows me is that Italy is just gross in general. <laughs> so, but uh, I'll so, get I'll so get th- th- there. Th- this is a real come to Italy type deal. Oh yeah, it's great for tourism. It's <laughs> it's yeah, it's doing just what uh, um yeah, it's do yeah, it's great. It's great. Right. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. What what else were you saying? I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of like, yeah, the movie kind of just kind of shifts into kind of the, I don't know, hijinks of like so, the back and forths of whether or not they're going to get married or they're going to get married. And yeah. So what happens is brother can't kill him. They all go to court. Judge is like, well, it's either corruption of a minor and rape and you right. go to jail or you marry her, which absolves all crime yes uh but he doesn't want to which you pointed out and but then his parents kind of convince him it's like well you have to so he's trying to lure her in but then don visconti uh is also like well we really got to play this up we got to make sure that everyone in the community knows that he's trying or else we're going to seem like the bad guys so a lot of public displays of like no you're not going to marry my daughter uh things like that um and then, uh, then they do have the kidnap eloping, which is kind of planned by both of the parents, but separately, uh, which uh, apparently was law, which Oliver Granger showed me, which was yes. a real law in Italy at the time. Yep. Um, a, a statute. Yeah. So uh, if you kidnap someone and married them, that counted. That counted. Uh, but I mean... We can say a lot about the Italians, but, you know, our friends south of us, they have some pretty wacky laws in effect at the moment as well. So uh, mm-hmm. Supreme Court, am I right? Absence um, of laws. Absence of laws. Uh, and then uh, he – so Pepino doesn't want to go to jail, so he does kind of agree to do it. Um, but then uh, daughter has kind of a change, a pace. All of the town realizes what's happening. Mm-hmm. Everyone's embarrassed. Uh, Don Visconti is trying to run away. The Baron throws his fake teeth at him. He says, how could you? 
How could you do this to me? I'm going to try to hang myself again. I'm going to go hang on myself. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Uh, that's a Mario sound. And fail, um, and, and fail at it. And fail, which, which is, is even, also even more part. sad. Yeah. Uh, but then they do get married, and then uh, Don Descona has like a headstone, which I was like, when did he die? And it just says honor and family. Yeah. Wait, were you also confused by that? Uh, oh, also... One other thing I was confused at when like uh, there's a scene where everyone is like, uh, oh, I remember when he was dying. It was because he got really sick. But there's a scene right before where it's it's kind of like a fever dream scene where it's like, does she get like raped by everybody or something? Because she's like like men are attacking her. And then like afterwards, everyone's like, congratulations, congratulations. I was really confused by that. I was like, what happened there? Congratulations, Shinji. Shinji. Yeah. (laughs) because it's like right before the scene she's like being attacked and then uh and it's like very like like aggressive attacking by men on her and there's like sweating and like head turns and then after that like her whole family is there and is like congratulations and i was like what happened just now i was like did i like what did you think happened in that scene because i genuinely don't know uh, yeah <laughs> like you know what i mean it's a affected affected scene <laughs> I yeah know. i don't know I, I know a lot of people comment on how i don't get stuff this is one where i will actually like say it's like i don't really it's, understand it's, what happened in that scene i well, don't i don't it's know about because she was under attack all along in, in the, the the system the si- metaphors I gotcha. Women in Italy, Skewering. I gotcha. Yeah, they're under attack. They're never safe, are they? The society. So anyways, that's Seduced and Abandoned, that's uh, seduced one of and Jared's abandoned. favorite films. Favorite of all times. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I, if you want to watch a movie, rip it on the Italian people for two hours for mm-hmm. Ita- by Italians for Italians and everybody else. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the movie for you. Uh, There is no reason why this needs to be two hours long. I agree. Yeah. Completely. This is like an hour and 56 minutes. It is a Italian comedy. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you, unless you're, unless you're Kingpin, you you don't need (laughs) to be Spider-Man. I'm talking about the Farley brothers film, which is also like two hours long. Okay. Um, get out of here. You don't. You don't need to be. You can't be that that indulgent. But it was a different time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't mind watching this. It was. I don't know. It felt uh, homey now because now this is our prison cell of watching these movies. And sometimes you're like, oh, this is kind of like that other uh, Italian comedy from the exact same guy, um, covering kind of the same ground of like how horrifying. Um, Italian culture uh, can be Italian honor laws, yeah, and uh, their laws and like the 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 this like runs through a lot of Italian cinema too. Just like corruption, just run of the mill. Uh, you know, people you, you, whoever has the most money can buy their way out of it. And then there's like sort of this decay of everything. People are mm-hmm. trying to like climb their way out of it, and uh, there's no incentive to be a good person. So much like this podcast. Yeah, the worse the worse you are, the better. There's no incentive, not a one, not even a little. No. Uh, no, I agree. I agree with you. So, um, people probably would think, uh, 
I, I'd be weird about this. I, I, I'm, I'm actually with you. Like, I actually didn't mind watching this. Yeah. This guy does have like a, a nice style. Like, I like how he um, presents stuff. And there's some funny stuff. Like, uh, like he'll do like sharp zooms on people's faces. Like, it's like, like out of nowhere. And you're like, that's fun. Or to be like quick cut pans of like people's um, faces. And you're like, oh yeah, this stuff is used today. It's a little Wes Anderson-y a little bit. Um. So there, I, I didn't mind watching this. It is incredibly too long. Way, way too long. There came a point where um, we were in, it's like watching like what feels like the home stretch of the movie. Yeah. And it's going to wrap up in like 10 minutes. And then you hit pause. You're like, oh, let's see how much time's left. And you go, there's 45 minutes more to go. <laughs> Not, so I, Jared and I didn't talk about this, but I actually got the exact same thing where, um, I watched an hour and 10 one night and I was like, this has got to be almost over. And I clicked it and there's 40 minutes left. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to bed. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm not finishing this tonight. Um, cause then like, that's like at an hour and 10, you're like, this thing's almost done for surely. Uh, but it's not, there's a lot more. Um, I don't know what you cut out either. Like, uh, all yeah. this stuff with the murdering because, but it's like, that's a, apparently a law too. So it's just like, I, I see why he wanted to include it because he's just like, he's like, look how fucked up Italy is. And you're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, I did, I didn't mind watching this. Um, I mean, it's like I said earlier, I, I this just kind of confirms what Criterion has been trying to tell us. And this isn't, these aren't my opinions, but I believe that the curation of the f- Italian films in the Criterion collection so far what have you, been painting what, a specific what, what, image. What do you infer? I infer that Criterion is, has an agenda about Italy, an agenda that they support, I should mention, because it's see, that seems to be their thing. Um, and I think this one is really just kind of like after the Romer picks and then this one, I know that's not Italy, but, uh, nope. Criterion likes two things, Italy and incels. And they like marrying these ideas. They like marrying these things. What what, what Uh, about Salo? Oh yeah. That's, that's big time. Was was Marquis de Sade like some prime incel times? Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, people get it wrong a lot. Like uh, a lot of people have commented, it's like you're misusing incels. Hey, listen, incels don't have to be virgins. They could have had sex, but they're denied it at certain points. Yeah, you, mm, no, that's not the issue. It's okay. It's okay. I understand. Yeah. I understand what words mean. Uh, no one's ever questioned that. <clears throat> so, anyways, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It at least it's like I said. Italy seems like a gross place. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, if you like this woman, just kidnap her, and then you can marry her. And you're like, okay. And then it's like if you uh, misuse a minor and they get pregnant, just marry her, and then that absolves you of all crimes. And you go, but they have to agree to it. Yes, they do have to agree. That they have to agree to it. Um, and it's like I said, that's uh, it's gross, but. Uh, there's a lot of countries that have weird laws that you don't really, not everyone agrees with, right? Like, uh, did you see? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get flagged on any red, uh, right. red blacklists, but um, yeah, there's some weird laws in the world, aren't there? Some weird laws, but um, it feels like we're about to be on a 
a monologue of Jay Leno's. <laughs> you guys seeing this? Or, you or, or, that, this? or that weird uh, interstitial segment after the between the monologue and the guests. He says, Head- you guys ever noticed? Monday headlines. Headlines. Woman sees Doc. Terrific. That's a Jay Leno. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I didn't mind watching this. I, I like there was like a five ten minute segment where I was actually like sucked in for a little. I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, what's going on here? Uh, but it's way too long. Uh, Italy seems gross. Uh, and um, that's the that, that is intentional. I too. mean, that is the I I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, Italy seems gross. And is, um, is this the film that's meant to be like a mirror held up to the society to perhaps uh, encourage change? Now, what I want to know, Jared. And this is a very genuine thing. But when are we going to get... Uh, who is this director again? Um, Pedro Jeremy. When are we going to get Pedro Jeremy's uh, Joker film? Um, well... Did, or was this it? Like with Cesar Romero, maybe? Potentially. Well, he's been if dead. he's still around. He's been dead since 1974. Allegedly. He died... Man, he died fairly young. He was only like 60. Well, allegedly, he might be around. Him and Kirk Douglas are hanging out somewhere, partying, partying. But um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Yeah, it's a movie. It's better than uh, some of the other stuff we've watched. Um, do you look forward to watching the birds, the bees, and the Italians? <laughs> kind of, just because of the name. An anthology film that presents three storylines, all set in the Italian town of Treviso. In the first story, a husband pretends to be impotent as a cover for having an affair. In the second, a bank clerk abandons his wife for his mistress, but the rest of the town's husbands become jealous and unite to conspire against them. Mm-mm. In the third, the third, men of the town all seduce a promiscuous teenager... But her father eventually reveals that she is underage and that they face prosecution for statutory rape. Wah, wah. This is, in you. fact, this is, in fact, a comedy genre. So, RJ, this would make technically five films uh, that uh, Pedro uh, has made about He's getting Ita- Italian, Italian men being gross. He's getting close. I, I got to ask, are those moral tales? The uh, ones that you just mentioned. Well, what would you call what would you call something that's called the birds, the bees, and the Italians? I would say that's something that uh, I would avoid at all costs, based on what Criterion has told me about Italian people. Don't even try. Don't get. Don't even get within ten feet of them. Something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> something real bad. Gabagool. Oh. It is, but I mean, the downside is it is an anthology. Yeah. Well, he's only at five. As soon as he hits six, then yeah, he is. Uh, it's his big. Apparently, sure. it apparently tied for the Palm Door in 1966 against what? Uh, a film called A Man and a Woman. Sounds boring as fuck. Uh, it might it might be <laughs> sounds like a Godard movie to me, maybe. Uh, so super boring. If anyone rivals the Italians on insatiability. Oh, I see. No, it's not. It is a uh, French film, a man and a woman, on whom a uh, femme, uh, directed by Claude Lelouch. 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 Oh, tagline for the film. See it with someone you love. 
A man and a woman meet by accident on a Sunday evening at their children's boarding school. Slowly, they reveal themselves to each other, finding that each is a widow. Uh, seems convenient. The uh, highest rated review for this. Uh, French cinema is truly one of humanity's greatest gifts to the world. Is it? Ask Cam Suter. What about like medicine? Um, or are you? Nah, man. What about I... organized crime? Breathless. Oh, breathless. Well. Oh, well. This, these are the these the way that people write sometimes. God, this know. is so fucking tender. I am dead. What? I know. I know, RJ. It hurts. Okay. Okay. Lol, this movie was literally, literally my vintage Pinterest board come to life. This movie made me want to kill myself. <laughs> what? what? F- five stars. That was a bit of a uh, a pivot. Yeah. What a twist. What a, a bit twist. of a pivot. Uh, you want to hear from the fine folks who hate this film? All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. See what they got in store for us. Right. I got the tab open, as you know. Uh, Vargis, <laughs> half a star. Was this film supposed to tickle my funny bone? <laughs> Is that it? Jesus, this infuriated me and was an assault on my senses, not even in a good way. The film is one-dimensional in characterization, and everyone just screams at the top of their lungs. Found it offensive and regressive from start to finish. Without a doubt, the most annoying Italian film I have seen so far in my life. (laughs) I I mean, sure. Was this film supposed to tickle my funny bone, RJ? I don't know. This person just hearted hard ticket to Hawaii, so I'm kind of on board with that. Uh, half star other half star films include which I'm not I'm not totally off on this guy other half star films include funny games Salo Gertrude (laughs) (laughs) because Gertrude always comes up Uh, but uh, half stars also to like bad timing and uh, uh, Last Temptation of Christ which uh, not on board with that that's a that's a bit out there. Five star films include Groundhog Day, My Cousin Vinny. Um, fuck, I don't know, a bunch of shit. Peeping Tom. We yep. gave one of those away. That guy never. Uh, he never. Uh, no. Promoted us. Yeah, he sold it. He said he would, but he didn't. Hey, so people are liars, RJ. Hey, I never mentioned the winner of the. Uh, uh, Monterey Pop giveaway. <laughs> that I didn't even know you were doing. <laughs> well, I, I did it, and guess uh, guess who won it? No one. No one, because no, no one fucking no, entered. No. That's awesome. You congratulations, RJ. You can't Terrific. you can't even give it away. Can't I can't even give away Monterey Pop? I, I think that uh, maybe people don't care about Criterion's at all anymore. I think except, that might be the except thing. to complain about them on Facebook, then nobody buys anything. Yep. Yeah, why not? Why not? That's what we're doing. That's right. Well, we're content creators. Yeah, that's like one thing you could describe us as. And there's like a law about content creators in Italy. 
I don't uh, know. What you want to hear here. from uh, Kermode Mayo? <laughs> sure. Two stars. Should <clears throat> <laughs> I read this in the same guy's voice? Even, yeah. even the overarching quasi-comic format is old hat, having been done far better by Morgan Spurlock in the greatest movie ever sold. Okay. Uh Okay, so uh, like what? <laughs> out of <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> I I've never seen that film. Does that add up? Or I've never I have no idea. I I kind of forgot Morgan Spurlock existed, and he like, once in a while people would dunk on him on Twitter, uh, and people were like man, I remember when everyone was really into Morgan Spurlock? Uh, and it's like yeah, I do. He and gets it... brought up on podcasts sometimes yeah. too, which is strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to hear about this uh, this joint account? Yes, please. So Ker- Kermode Mayo is Mark Kermode and Simon Mayo. Film review, YouTube, website, now on Letterboxd. They're from the UK, Rob, uh, R.O. Beagle style. They also gave Funny Games a half a star. This is not and they, them, really, though. Like, Mark Kermode's... No. A, yeah. This uh, is, this, well, I don't know. This is sounds like a... Someone just yeah. capitalizing. Something. I was gonna say they they also gave Peeping Tom five stars, but uh, is this this is just not the real people then? I don't know. Well, it's only got ninety or four hundred followers, so yeah, it seems. I think like the real Mark Kermode would have more than that myself. Well, this says Mark Kermode and Simon Mayo. Huh. So I I don't know, but overlapping low stars and high stars. Who cares? Who cares about these people? Whatever this account yeah. is. Um, Kai White, two and a half stars. Mm-hmm. It's okay. With bits and pieces of funny amongst some dull social satire about small town rumor mongering and playing to the crowd. It would help mm-hmm. if there was some character depth, any character depth at all. But there isn't. Don Vincenzo yells and fusses. Antonio is mentally challenged. Matilda oh, is an idiot. And Peppino is a jerk. There's the character depth. And there's no growth from beginning to end. Wait. Anyway. So, what? yeah, that's what they wrote. Uh, so, it's pretty difficult to get involved with this movie. Unless it is being funny. Which is only sporadically. I mean, I don't really agree that there's no character depth. Like, I, I got to feel that these characters had very lived-in, like, defined qualities. I was like, I know who these guys are. I got gotcha. you. They're just, it's like a comedy, usually. But Kai, Kai White's a pretty bad person. They gave Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, a half of a star, Jared. Oh, my God. It's been a, a while. A half of a star. They also gave Congo a half a star, which oh. we've talked about recently. Yeah. Five-star films include Al Hazard Balthazar, which is donkey stuff, which you've brought up previously. Yeah. Um, and then uh, favorite films are Letter from an Unknown Woman, A Tale of the Wind, Iran is My Land, and Santan Tango. And then here's the thing that uh, is the most annoying. In their bio, the chance of me creeping through your profile for something interesting to watch isn't 100%, but it also isn't 0%. He's like, I don't care, dude. I don't care if you're looking at my profile. Nobody's looking at yours. Well, he's got 400 followers, so someone is, but shut up, Kai. 
Nobody likes you. Um, one more here. Okay. okay. So this is from Lauren Donis. Sure it is. A teenage girl is raped by her sister's fiance, but when her parents find out, they are only concerned with restoring their family's honor. This is a frustrating film, but in a good way. The young girl who is raped is the focus of the story, and yet is mostly pushed to the side in the background as other characters run around trying to blame her, shake off their responsibility, and correct her mistake. It is very easy to sympathize with her as she is completely victimized and seemingly going insane with trauma and guilt. The rest of the characters are easy to hate, especially the rapist guy who is so punchable. The editing and visuals are quite nice and keep a good energy to the film. Although it succeeds at showing the irritating double standards of the culture, I didn't quite get it. I found the humor strange and I wasn't mm. really sure what it was trying to do. Um... All right. Laura, you want to hear about Lauren Donis? Sure. Uh, bio. Love exploring all types of cinema, but horror is my biggest passion. I am also the creator of They Shoot Zombies, Don't They? Uh, a project that aims to create the ultimate canical horror list based on thousands of best of lists. Spend most of my time on I Check Movies and ICM Forum, which I coincidentally co-admin. Come join us. So, uh, I've heard of this. They shoot zombies, don't they? But uh, I've never actually looked into it because I don't really care. You know what I mean? I see they gave uh, two and a half stars to the worst person in the world. That movie's got big buzz. Yeah. They gave one star to Lost in Translation. Mm. So, I mean, let's see what some half star films include. Half star films include um, King Kong, the uh, Peter Jackson one. The Maltese Falcon, half a star. Mm. Night of the Hunter, half a star. Oh, baby. Oh, wait. Royal Tenenbaums, half a star? Mm, the hell? The Aguirre, hell? Wrath of God, half a star? <sighs> Ed, the movie about a chimpanzee that plays in the Major League Baseball, half a star? It's Aguirre-esque. Uh, yeah, Ed is 100% Aguirre-esque. I don't know about half a star, though. That movie's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Not bad. Pretty cool. Cool. Well, any final thoughts on Seduced and Abandoned? Man, Italy. What's going on over there? <laughs> They're asking themselves that as well. You know what I mean? No. Like, what's the deal, Italy? What's the deal? What's the Damn. dilly? What's the dilly bar? Damn. Who knows? All right, then um, after the break, RJ's dead, buried, but honor was restored. Penso che un sogno così non ritorni mai più. Mi dipingevo le mani e la faccia di blu. Improvviso venivo dal vento rapito e incominciavo a volare nel cielo infinito.
andare lassù e volavo, volavo felice più in alto del sole ed ancora più su mentre il mondo pian piano spariva lontano laggiù una musica dolce suonava Was, yeah. pe was Pepino all bad? I'm going to go out on a limb here. And this might be controversial. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Pepino was all bad. <laughs> Is what I think. Yeah. So, yeah, Pepino's a bad dude. Mm -hmm. You can email us at criteriancreeps at gmail.com and tell us why you root for Pepino. I don't want to hear it. If anyone's talking about rooting for Pepino, you know what? They got a lawsuit on their hands, pal. Uh, keep piped down with that one. Well, you know. You know. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnwolf. We're on Patreon. We've got YouTube. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Blah, blah, blah. Next week, RJ. Yes. It's time to dust off the laser disc player. What? You you didn't clear this with me. <laughs> no, but I mean it's it's episode three hundred. Is that good? I don't know. It's a lot. That sounds bad. Yeah, maybe it might not be great. Uh, you ever heard of a movie called Adam's Rib? <sighs> Have I heard of it? Man, let me tell you. you know George, one of the best. You know George Cooker? Who? You know George Cooker? No, Jarrett. I don't know George Cooker. Hey, come on. He's, he's one of the directors of Gone with the Wind. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen Gone with the Wind. Oh, damn. You're, that's okay. I well, mean, I, I, I've seen parts of it, you, you know, obviously. You know, but... you, you know about Spencer Tracy? I know about Dick Tracy. You know about Catherine Hepburn? I know about um, Audrey Hepburn. The, the, the original Captain Janeway. Oh. Are we talking? But as observed by one Oliver. And uh, mm. you know you know about 1949? I know about 1984. Nice. Oh. Uh, so I know, well, I know a lot well, about a lot. We're going to learn all about Adam's rib. And I mean, hopefully the Bible, too. Uh, next week... Mm -hmm. Is this available to watch somewhere? I don't know. I hope so. God, let me check. All right. Figure it out. Anyways, good night, folks. Um, God bless. Yeah. Uh, ribs and stuff. My ribs. Rib coming next week. <laughs>